0: Harold, Yes. this is David Baker. How are you doing? Oh, good. Thank, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, you, you know that I'm the president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, right? Yes, yes. And you might have thought I was calling for you for the Black College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, that's the last time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Harold, um, the coolest part of my job is I get to talk to men like you, and on behalf of all the fans in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, thank you for all you've done for this great game. And it's my great privilege to share that you're going to have a bronze bust in Canton, Ohio. Oh, God. No. Thank you, David. Oh, man. Oh, God. You're going to be a member of the Centennial Class. And we're gonna oh, we're, we're gonna tell your thank you. thank story God. and keep your legacy alive forever. Oh, thank you. Thank you, God. Oh wow. Oh oh boy. This is this is so much of, you know, I'm honored. Oh gosh, you know, I never thought this would happen, but uh oh, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for telling me this, David. Appreciate you. I feel like I'm dreaming. <laughs> I I don't know what to feel. I don't, I feel so numb. I feel like it's, you know, (laughs) I don't know what to say. But, you know, all of this is really, uh, the first thing I thought about is growing up and the people that uh, I was around, and and it just went from from um, Jacksonville, Florida, up into here in New Jersey now, and just thinking about all the people that I would like to share this with. You know, because it wasn't me by myself, you know, because there were times when, you know, people just, you know, I, I wanted to quit, but people said, no, keep going. And um, this is such an honor, such, uh, such something that everybody that played in the NFL, that are playing in NFL, this is where they want to get. And, you know, this is a, it's a blessing to me to be able to be a part of the, the you know, the gold jacket guys and uh, something that, You know, it seemed like it escaped me for over 30 and 40-some years almost. Um, But, you know, now it's it's come to the place now that, you know, with with God's grace, you know, he let me uh, get to this point now.
1: You can also join in the conversation by texting 267 3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hey, this is Jason Bertinez from 97.5, The Fanatic, and the Stick to Hockey Podcast. And you're listening to the drunkest, craziest motherfuckers this side of the Mississippi,
2: Corner Pub Sports on
1: Wildfire Radio. Corner Pub Sports. Hey everybody, what is going on? We are Quinnipus Sports, the Pubcast. For those who are watching uh, live on YouTube, we thank you very guys very much. And for those who are uh, listening on YouTube, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, there's another one. I can't quite do Stitcher, what's the other one? There's one more. What's the? Satchel! We thank you guys so much. Doing our thing um here in 2020 you know this is how we're doing it changing things up so we got a full doctor tonight guys uh we're gonna have greg ball from sports talk uh i'm sorry um yeah sports talk 916 in uh, sacramento he's gonna be joining us one of our first listeners ever um the guy has been supporting us since the beginning he's been on in the past and uh, he's gonna be joining us tonight he is a 49ers fan and those are following the uh the NFL know that the 49ers are in the NFC Championship game since the first time since 2013. So, it should be pretty cool to talk to him a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch what you know catch what he has to say about the Niners' chances going possibly going to the Super Bowl. So, uh, we'll hear from Greg in a little bit. We uh, we're gonna introduce a new segment. It's SSCS. However, there's a twist. Uh, it's SSCS, and then we have the corner pub salute that we're going to do and uh you know it's you know something new we're going to do and then also we have corner pub jukebox tonight so we have some good stuff tonight but uh let's get at it because i mean this has been an insane insane week in sports news and i want to start with baseball because um and uh, here we are in in january and baseball is like near the top of the list yeah near the top of the list of, of sports talk and espn and all that stuff uh this whole thing with the Houston Astros, and I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit last week. I think we did. I was pretty drunk. Um, the Houston Astros, uh, the sign stealing stuff, the scheme going Mr. on.
2: Mr. Trout.
1: We got to talk about Mike yeah. Trout as well. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it's pretty crazy. I got a little inside information on that too.
2: That's nice. Yeah.
1: Um, so we'll we'll uh, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, but let's start with the Astros thing. So. Um, the week basically starts that, you know, we, we hear the news that MLB has found the investigations to be legitimate, or the the the, uh, the, the claims to be legitimate. Uh, and then they, they suspend um, uh, GM Lundell, uh, A.J. Hinch, or suspend it. An hour later, the owner comes out and says, you know what? Fuck the suspension. You guys You're are fired. gone. Yeah. You guys are fired. Well done. Uh, and then um, Alex Cora, who is partially responsible for – Taking this news out there as a former player, now the manager of the Red Sox, not anymore, gone. He is gone. Um, yeah. And then, uh, as of uh, yesterday, <laughs> this is the yeah. funniest part.
2: Get out, Chip Bag. Carlos
1: Beltran, wow. just hired by the Mets this off season, had a. Uh, he was the only player named in the in the investigation. By the way, uh, he decides. You know what? I thought this investigation, I know you're going to fire me, so I'm just going to quit. Yeah. <laughs> is that not the most Mets thing ever? Oh, totally, totally. So um, let's
3: start there. Carlos Beltran, he was a hell of a player for 15 years. Hell of a player. Mm-hmm. Does this tarnish him? Like, does this hurt that legacy? Maybe one of the best postseason players ever. Like, is that all done just because of this one incident?
1: you are going to ask me, it, if, is it so just one incident? I, I can tell you right now, like if you are going to ask me right now, if, if Carlos Beltran would have been a Hall of Famer, I would have said no.
3: No, I don't think, like the, even the cheating aside, like I, yeah,
1: I don't think he's a Hall of no. Famer. So that doesn't affect anything there. I mean, yeah, a little bit, you know. Now you are going to look at Carlos Beltran and and with kind of the wins, like uh, the, uh, yeah, you right. know, that kind of uh, right, cheater. Right. And it's interesting <laughs> to say that because we had a conversation last night. Uh, in our in our little corner pub sports thread, uh, um, it, Jose Altuve, uh, Mookie Betts—do these players now have an issue if their con- careers continue on the trajectory that they're going on, and they're in running for the Hall of Fame? Does this affect them? Um. And when I first responded, I said, "No, and there's no way because you know uh, what they did was a team effort." Why should the individual be punished for something the whole team did? I was unaware because I was, A, working, and, B, in a movie last night when all most of the news kind of really broke.
0: What movie?
1: Jumanji. Oh, it was good. Was it? it was good. Yeah,
3: my girl, she, she said it was good. It was good, yeah.
1: yeah. Turn in my bit. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I couldn't really hear you. Um, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And then you said something about the jersey thing. I'm like, jersey? What the hell are you talking about? And then you sent me the link. And Jose Otuve was being accused. And apparently MLB investigated and said they couldn't find any proof of it. That he was wearing like a buzzer on the shoulder. Uh, Basically that it would alert him what pitch was coming.
3: Yeah, and you know that like it's not warranted like they didn't find anything. But there's glaring signs here. You just had the biggest moment of your life. You hit the game-winning hit for the Houston Astros to win the World Series. And as you're coming in the home plate, your number one concern is that they don't rip your jersey off as you're celebrating. You were asked that why you were so concerned about it. And you said, oh, my wife gets a little jealous. And it was just laughed off at the time, like, ha, 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 because you didn't think. And then as the team is celebrating on the field, mm-hmm. the first thing you do is run into the locker room.
1: That's the telling thing to me. More telling.
3: Right, and then you come out with the T-shirt. Every other player has the T-shirt on over their jersey. So, granted, they didn't find anything, but there's telling signs here. There's I, definitely signs. I am on the side, this dude did it. He he, he had something in there. He cheated. And, you know, you want to look, I mean, if we're talking about the Hall of Fame thing, say he goes on and has it becomes one of the greatest shortstops ever. I, I mean, you want to look, Barry Bonds is the number one home run hitter in baseball. He's not in Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens, one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's not in Hall of Fame. Mark McGuire, one of the best hitters in baseball, not in Hall of Fame. Sammy Sosa, one of the greatest hitters in baseball, not in Hall of Fame because of steroids.
4: Right.
3: So if they're not in, if you ask me, I'd rather go against a guy that's doing steroids than a guy that knows exactly
1: what pitch is coming. Mm -hmm. So if they're not in, there's no way. This is worse. I I kind of agree. Like at first I didn't I didn't really know what was going on. Right. Um, I caught up on everything. Now, uh, the, the the picture you know you see the pic- everyone's seen the picture that if you look up Jose Altuve jersey like you're it's gonna his, see this. It's on his right you're shoulder. You're gonna see something on the shoulder. However, there are other things. <laughs> Did you see the one? Yeah, thing I see
3: what you said. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first oh, thing dude. I seen on my phone when I woke up this morning from work. I'm like, this fu- what the fuck? It was that I'm funny. not even responding. So it was
1: <laughs> it was it was a. It was a yeah, um, uh, uh, a bunch of clips of players running with circles around, with like little things in their jersey, and shows something. The last, the last pictures, two guys, two guys grabbing each other's dicks. That was fucking. That was fucking. Did I was did hear the song too. Uh-huh,
4: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I was fucking dying, dude. I thought that was awesome. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny shit, but um,
2: somebody's gotta cut the grass. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, it's true too.
2: Might be Altuve. Uh, a
1: this is true. I can swallow up, up, little Eminem. Yeah, a little sorry. Eminem for you.
3: Yeah, speed and the Let's real quick. This dude drops a new album out of nowhere today. There's three or four songs where he's blah, 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 and you're like, holy shit! But the one song, the guy I work with was blown away by it. Godzilla? Yeah, well, at the end of this song, he spits like 300 words in like 25 seconds. So the guy went and investigated because he was blown away. It's an average of 7.84 words per second. And he goes on for like four bars. It's
1: insane. He has the record. A couple, so this, I don't know about this song, but there was a song like three years ago that he came out with. Where he set the record for the quickest rap. That rap. God? Yeah, the yeah. yeah, rap God. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're Rap yeah. God. Where the quickest time. Well, th-
3: and again, the dude, like, he. Overall, Rap God is still faster, but this chunk is faster than anything on Rap God.
1: Okay, I gotcha. It's pretty wild, man. Yeah. Um. That's good shit. Go this, going, just so, Pulski's, uh, Pulski's chiming in here. Trying to get through his message here. Our, our chat, for some reason, on, uh, uh, on YouTube is down. Oh, uh, he said it's only cheating when you get caught. They all cheat in some way. He's got a point. Definitely has a point there. Um, but to, to get back to it, that's what we're talking about.
3: That's the thing, though. You get caught,
1: you're caught. Brian Braun. So sorry, right, so you said something about the Barry Bonds thing. I'm just gonna play devil, devil's advocate for a second. You're like, well Well, you know, uh Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame. I said, Yeah, but Barry Bonds was was never also never investigated. It was always like, no, he's you know, whatever. It was just assumed, but he was never investigated. Right. Altuve was investigated and found quote innocent as of now. That they couldn't prove that he had something on his jersey. In his dirt jer- you know, inside his shirt. And you said, well, Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, that's, that's true. Now, I got to be honest with you. The more I read about this, the more I saw in And that footage, it wasn't the come around third thing. No, no, no. Grabbing his jersey. Going, no, no, no. That's one thing. But running as your teammates are celebrating the World Series.
3: And your first thing is the, is the run, run in the, the locker room. Right.
1: That was more telling to me than anything. Right. I said, right. you know what, fuck him. He, he flat-out cheated. He did it. If you look at his numbers in the world's, in the playoffs that year, mm-hmm. his batting average at home versus on the road, it's like 454 right. versus like 151. It's
3: drastically different.
1: Drastically. So for those who aren't really familiar. Um, but he got caught. Oh, he didn't he caught. really didn't know. A, a real quick rundown. What was going on here for those who don't know? was that they installed a uh, center field center field camera that relayed right to the video audio room of the Houston Astros, who then relayed it to a special TV installed right outside the dugout. Someone was watching the TV in the dugout. It was focusing on the signals of the catcher. They would then bang on a trash can to alert the player what pitch was coming. huh. So there are people like, like, uh, Lenny Dyster came out and said, I was just going to say him. Yeah, Dykstra came out and said, "Look, I, I should find that and play." It. Um, but you know, he came out and said, "Look, you know, you have to, you
2: have to actually like." Yeah, it's great that you know a sliders come, but you still have to hit it. Do you know how long it takes to be relayed to the batter as he's up in the fucking box? Is what Dykstra was saying.
1: Yeah, but it's it's not that long. I mean,
3: it's not like yo, it's a slider coming. By, Ching, the, time,
1: Ching. by the time that signal's coming. Your pitchers now getting ready. Right. I mean, you have a couple seconds.
3: You have time to let that the, the hitter know what's coming: slider, mean, yeah. slider, or do 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 do, you or know, whatever or bzz, bzz. right. Like it's you know,
1: not that long. It doesn't take that long,
3: right? Like this isn't like us reaching. Like this, I I, I think he blatantly like he did it. He had something in his jersey, like there's like, the signs are there, if you ask
1: me. Yeah, little Doobie Brothers for, uh, speak, you know, speaking of guys who aren't going to make the Hall of Fame, but the Doobie Brothers are. Uh, I mean, as, as long as somebody's smoking a Doobie. Doobie Brothers in the Hall of Fame, finally. Yeah, man. So I figured, you know, start off with, start off with little Doobie Brothers. That could
3: turn into another whole conversation right there.
2: Why, you don't think the Doobie Brothers
3: deserve it? I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a, cro- a crock of shit. Yes,
2: it is.
1: Sure. Yes.
3: You give me a hundred. Does, 100, does you, Whitney
1: Houston deserve to be in the Hall of Fame?
3: No. But,
1: yeah, sure she does. Right, oh, wow. see? She's got a voice. See?
3: But see? No, actually, but not the, actually it's dried up and got cobwebs Not right the
1: Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. But it's already too late for that.
3: Right. That's what I mean. Like, like it's so subjective. Like, if we all come up with a list of a hundred bands or artists that we think should be blown in, guaranteed there's 30 of them that are different on
1: each list. Well, and the other thing, too. It's so
3: subjective.
1: The other thing, too, about it. Um. Someone brought up a good point and said, "Well, introduce a hip hop Hall of Fame, and let me know when Slayer makes it in." Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, so do that. So, you know what I mean? Like, and then and then you can you can counterbalance everything. Right. But it'll never happen. No. So you know, it is what it is. They should just rename it Music Hall of Fame. Right. Be done with it. And they will not have this argument anymore. But, but, but here, I hear you. Yeah, like
3: even that, like I would still like you. It's just so subjective, and who are you to choose who gets in and out? Like,
1: you, you know what I mean? Like, How like, is Pat Benator not in?
3: How is, um, I, that there's another, um...
1: Don't give me Dave Matthews, man. No, um, <laughs> uh, Rush!
3: No, they finally did get in. in. They finally did get
1: Um Judas Priest didn't get in. But that, I gotta
2: that, be honest with you. They
1: probably, see, that's... The
2: thing, the, but there's bands that are in there that should, that. Judas Priest should be in
0: over them. I mean, <sighs>
3: See, Garrett, that's what I mean. Like, you can't even argue about it. Your list is going to be different than mine. My list is going to be different than Sean's. Right,
2: because there's an era of music. Because then of ABBA.
1: ABBA got in last year.
3: That's what I mean. Abba like,
2: gets in and Judas Priest don't?
3: See, I agree with that.
2: Dancing Queen, Turbo Lover.
3: I, there, but there's that. The, the, there's been Broadway musicals based and movies based on ABBA's music. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, they Change they the have right, right, Like, they have more of an they, impact. They, you're right, Sean. They've had, they've had more of an impact on basic, like, like pop That's, culture.
2: Which, which is Why is what's, what's, the, the what's, what's the guideline that you get
3: in? I don't even know. I know you have to be relevant. Ro- I AB
2: is not rock and roll, but you have to, you have
3: to be years. relevant for 25 years, and you have to have a certain amount of record sales.
2: AB is not rock and roll.
3: Right.
1: It's more rock and roll than Whitney Houston. Yeah
2: not
1: more rock and roll fucking... How, how about Notorious B.I.G., who also got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Now, I'm
2: not taking anything f- away from him. No.
3: But if it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he shouldn't rock, be in it.
2: That's not rock and roll.
3: See, but I... That,
2: that's not rock and I, roll. I,
3: I hear you, and I think we're getting the, like, mixed <laughs> debates here. Like, are we debating whether it should be called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or are we de- debating on like,
1: if it's I, I, Bullshit. I, like, Brian's it, saying it's objective. I agree. It is
2: very objective. Uh, it's it's unfair, without a doubt. Right,
1: right. Very yeah. unfair to
2: the way that they do this voting. I mean, there should be a rock and roll hall of fame, rap music hall of fame.
1: You know, they just making a music hall of fame. Right. and just do what you're doing now
3: because
2: oh, you're okay. fucking nothing yeah. changes. And right.
3: you you want to look at things like how did corn not get in?
2: Right. So you you say to yourself they haven't so- been.
3: Denied. Yeah, they have. Ninety four.
2: So you say to yourself... Have they been nominated yet, though?
3: They should have been. They've been around for 25 years. So it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame
2: right now. What, what it is right now, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How does B.I.G. get in there?
3: Right. I think well, there, I, think,
2: I mean... I, uh, and Judas Priest. It's still. a unicorn. I... I just uh, <laughs>
1: I, yeah. I I hear you. It took fucking 30 years over for Rush to get in, right? Yeah,
3: Rush should have been, th- th- like, and th- I love what Eddie Vedder said. Eddie Vedder said, you better not ever put us
1: in if Rush isn't in. Thin Lizzy, Blue Öyster yeah. Cult, cool. like, like those other bands. Iron Maiden, did Iron Maiden finally get, I guess they finally got in. Right, who gives a fuck? All right, let's move on.
3: Yeah, I just.
1: that That, that conversation em. go on.
3: On and on and on and on and on. Maybe and next. On. Week. Maybe, like next
1: maybe next week when.
2: Uh, I mean, there's three of us sitting here. There's three of us. There's and there's different three different lists. List. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe next week because uh, it'll be a b- off week for football and all that stuff. All right. Uh, and we're and again we're going to be getting the football in a little bit. Greg Bowl from uh, Sports Talk Down with Six will be calling him. It should be a lot of fun to talk to him. We haven't talked to him in a little while,
2: so it should be yeah, cool. Yeah, San Francisco's got a female coach. I'm yeah, gonna, the Giants. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I want. Yeah, you know, I want to ask him if, he, if she's got if she's got cheese in her panties. <laughs> Wonder if Gabe's gonna make sure the coconut
4: so
3: <laughs> oil
2: yeah, stays yeah, nice and cool juicy.
1: would work for you? So, the bottom line, basically, on this whole this whole thing, like, like the, it's legit, right? You feel like the, it's a legitimate. You know, I like totally. Th- this is the black.
3: Yeah, eye. I totally feel that the Astros are a hundred percent guilty. The manager, the general manager, Altuve, um, Cora, now Beltran, right. um, uh, Betts. like I think they all had a hand in it. Like, it, it,
1: mm-hmm.
3: like they did it.
1: Now, the Giants fans are trying to, or the Dodgers fans are trying to file a class auction lawsuit. No. Like, uh, well, on, what's no. that going to do? Come right. on,
3: right? Like, like, I. It, it,
1: like what? What did, what did you actually lose out of it? You didn't lose anything.
3: How about if Clayton Kershaw didn't suck in the playoffs?
1: He was actually. Actually, that was the one year he was actually yeah, it was pretty the actual good. One year he was yeah. good, and then that one game at Minute Maid, right. he was not. He got shellacked. Coincidence? I think not.
3: But you're not giving the fucking title to the Dodgers. No, you can't. You're e- not. If anything,
1: you called it vacant. And said right. No.
3: I don't even think it goes that far because I don't think Major League B- Baseball will take that step.
2: That's 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 a
3: huge, huge thing. Uh,
2: MLB has to find a way to save face, too. Right. They have to save face. Well...
3: But you can't vacate the title. You, I, I, I just don't see it. Right,
2: but the three of us wish they would, but that's not going to happen. Right,
3: right. Like, like you it's wish in just, one hand shit in the other. It's like, just like, not going to happen. Right, I'm going right. shit
2: my own hand. It's the MLB. They're not going go to But even
3: the NFL, the, 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 like all the times the Patriots got so caught right, come on. cheating, they're not going to take a title. You right. can't do it. Like, it's just that raises so many other it's not issues.
1: Happen. Polsky said that Whitney Houston belongs in the Bobby Brown Hall of Fame. <laughs>
2: the fuck? She belongs
3: in the fucking cocaine hall of fame. Oh well, oh
2: she belongs in the six feet under hall of fame. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's definitely she's on there. Fucking pig! Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> Slitney Houston. <laughs> That's
3: such a sad story, man. It is, bro. It really yeah, is. Like yeah. she had an amazing. Yeah. She was so talented. And then she met Bobby Brown and couldn't get off the drugs. Oh, well, wait a
2: minute. It's not all his fault.
3: She wasn't snorting lines left and right before she met him.
2: Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was okay. She yeah. was on drugs before she met him. I don't know. Now it intensified. Uh, when fuck. She met I don't him. give a fuck. Fuck her. Fuck her. She's dead. Yeah. She had a sweet, juicy pussy. I want now she's
3: somebody gone. love me. What's someone to. Hey.
2: If you build it, down. And I... Kevin
0: Costner, he hit
2: it. Oh, he hit that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got some yeah. jungle love. Yeah. yeah. He squirted his children. Yeah, he... That fucking vagina.
3: That's another yeah. reason why I hate him.
2: Why? Because he fucked her and you did
3: Yeah. I fuck her. You can
1: him. now still if you want.
3: Yeah, where's that? Dig her up. <laughs> All right. See if it's still warm.
1: I don't think so. Throw
3: a fucking bag of Coke up her nose or
1: she'll wake right up. <laughs> like smelling salts? Yeah, yeah. She's like, Woo! <laughs> Do a little Rick what, Flair.
2: What you <laughs> Woo! Oh, you giving her a Ric Flair, are you? Woo! <laughs> oh my God!
3: Fucking. Screw. And then Hulk Hogan's gonna shop. He's gonna be like, "What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> no, we're
2: not. We're not oh, going yeah. to. Oh yeah! As you're as you're busting, your are not.
0: <laughs> what uh, you uh, gonna no. do, brother? <laughs> When we drive this
2: twenty-four inch python into your dead asshole, Whitney Houston, are you telling your wife what you did to me? Ooh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh yeah!
1: All right, yeah, so do do it as fuck. But you said something about baseball saving face, and the face of baseball is also under scrutiny.
2: <laughs> Mike Trout, Mister Trout, Mike Trout. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I know nothing about the story. Hold on, on. Let let well, Sean explain it.
1: So, um. Somebody came out and uh, claiming uh, to, to know the situation, and it basically said that baseball has turned their cheek to Mike Trout using HDH, and that it's um, apparently a condition, which is why he's allowed to do HDH, and baseball just said they gave it an exception.
2: So, is it a doctor's excuse for him to do That's what they're claiming. If, then it's a the medical, if it's a medical reason. If it's a medical condition and a medical reason, it's not even an issue. It's not.
1: So, I have some inside information. I um, I know uh, somebody. Yes. You, yeah, very well. Yeah, when, who, it
2: to, when it comes to baseball, you do who,
1: uh Whose son played with Mike Trout and said that... Um, it was a known fact that Mike Trout was on HGH back in high school and college because apparently he had a low testosterone level. And that was the medical, medical reason why so Mike is Trout... So
2: is it, prescri- it prescription-based?
1: He was prescri- is prescribed by a doctor...
2: That's not even a story, ...that this then. was
1: something to help his testosterone reach the level it was supposed to be. That's However. Back in high school and college, early years of college, he was very thin. Very, he always fast, good ball player. Didn't take anything away from the, the fact that he was a good ball player.
3: Even when he first came in the major leagues, he wasn't this big. He wasn't that big.
1: No. Now he's a fucking monster. Right. Now, granted, I mean, but he's you know, got a your, your body condition. matures and all that. Like, shit changes, right? Some people change a little bit later. But the fact yeah. is, Don't roll your eyes, bro. this he, guy's. He, 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 he's got a prescription from a doctor. Oh. If baseball uh, I, makes that, a
3: rule about H D H If you're on H D H like that this is a competitive sport,
1: it gives him an advantage. What if he's using more than he's supposed, than to? He's supposed to? I mean he's, it's not gonna test for level he's gonna, right. gonna say you have a level of H D H in you. It's not gonna say,
3: Oh, you're, uh, you're using t- more than you're supposed right, to
1: take. Right. Like
3: this this is a competitive sport. If he's on H D H it gives him an advantage. So mm-hmm.
2: are you are you saying it's either acceptable or any? It's not. So you, there's no exception? No. If
3: he's on H D H he shouldn't be allowed to play baseball.
2: I disagree.
3: I disagree. Tell, tell we, me what. We,
2: well, we don't know what his medical background is. We don't know what his issues are in the background. Now, if that comes out and there's a reason that he's uh, abusing that prescription. But it's
3: anything? not going to come out. Gary. All it's going to come out is that, that there's H D H in his system. It's not going to tell you how right, much. It's not going to
2: tell you how much. But, if it, I mean, I'm saying if a doctor prescribes it. Why is that a problem?
3: Because it's a competitive sport, and this prescription gives you a competitive advantage.
2: Right. So when did that prescription start?
3: High school. High
2: school. So why is it a problem now?
3: Because he's in the ma- he plays major league baseball. But how
2: long has he been in the major leagues? Six uh, years.
3: All right, but Gar- we didn't know that guy. Uh, I'm
2: just saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm right. Not, but I'm not. I'm not yelling at you, bro. I'm not. Right. But I'm but, saying. But you're Shut saying it's only.
3: You're saying it's only an issue now. Like, where was it? We didn't know.
2: I'm um, right. It's an issue now because MLB is trying to find a way to save face with something. So else.
3: they're going to save face by blaming the face of baseball for being uh-huh. on drugs. Uh, come on. That's how they're going to save face. That makes no sense, Gar. Uh,
2: I mean, it's, it's not a problem when he's... You're fighting. a sick fuck! Isn't it a problem when he's in the league for the first three years?
3: Not if you didn't know.
2: Come on, they knew. Come on, they knew. The
1: the claims are that Major League Baseball knew. They knew. Right, so it's okay.
2: I I get where you're going, bro, but listen to what he said. Say that again one more time, Sean.
1: That he was on HGH to raise his testosterone levels because they were low.
2: And the MLB knew. MLB knew. When he was a rookie. They turned
1: their cheek because they said it was something Uh, about Okay, so your point. That's the story right
3: there. All right, so your point here is that they knew then. They didn't do anything.
2: So why is it a problem now?
3: I see what you're saying.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, but the M- MLB is now not coming. They're not the, the ones MLB
3: didn't come out. They're not with the this. ones
1: saying this is a problem. It's someone else who's somebody whistle- broke the story. Right,
3: right like a- But, but uh,
2: what I'm saying is the MLB knew. The MLB was okay with it. So why is it a problem? Shut the fuck up.
3: But the MLB's not saying it's a problem. Somebody blew the story up.
2: I understand that, Ryan, but eventually the MLB is going to have to answer. Well, now they have to. Right. So that's how they say,
3: I get what you're saying. Okay. All right. All right. right. So
2: why is this even an issue?
3: Because he has a competitive advantage. Because.
2: Because Well, fat bitch! Yes. He's on HCH. Okay.
3: Yes, definitely.
1: Right. I think it's a problem.
3: It is a problem. He's the best best
1: player in baseball. For the
3: past four years, he cannot. To, like, this can't be allowed to go on.
2: Right. So, what my point is, Ryan, it's not on him as a player.
3: No, this it's, is a it's baseball. On the MLB. Right. Yeah, totally. It's not his fault. No, 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 no. He's doing what he's got to do to stay healthy. Right, like, so totally. Leave,
2: leave him alone. That's the MLB problem, not a player problem.
3: You can't do. So, can't. what does the MLB, but how yeah, the do, do they discipline that? it and leave him alone?
2: You can't discipline him because they knew from the beginning. It's, that's all I'm getting at.
3: But I hate but Gary, you contradicted yourself. You said the MLB has to do something
2: but leave him alone. No, I didn't say they had to do something. I said why are they make, he? I can't hear you. Why are they making this a problem when they knew when he came into the MLB? They're not making this
1: a problem. Someone else is making this a problem. I'm, they're know. they're basically right. being a whistleblower I'm saying just, I'm just
2: making a point, bro. Right. I mean, guys, don't 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 No, make, no, no. no, no. I mean?
1: Right. But 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 what you're saying is 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 the problem, not with you. Right, what you're saying is a problem for baseball because right. now if they if this comes out and it's proven that this is this is a true thing and it seems like it, it is absolutely how do you handle it? You have a no tolerance pro- policy apparently in baseball, but you're allowing you let this, this guy slide to who is happens to be the, the best play, player in fucking baseball.
2: The guy crushes home run after home run, right? Also, got- I'm, also I'm saying, Sean Ryan, as the MLB made it an exception, let it go this time, up to this point. So now they're gonna so make it, they're my- gonna make it a problem now. My but counter to they that? They have to. My counter oh, to right. that is this. Right. So that yeah. makes that makes the MLB get mud on their face. Oh, right, right. My right. counter to that. That's what I was getting. All at. Right.
1: Is the fact that they also knew that same associate Mark McGuire were juicing. Right. And they knew that. You know, these these guys were – Brady Anderson was juicing. But although,
3: that's what, that, that, that's supposedly why there's a no-tolerance thing now. Mm. Because, I but mean, they, turned the they were coming – Right, but they were coming off the strike. You didn't have a World Series in, what was it, 96? 94. 94. You didn't have a World Series for the first time in the history of the sport. The sport was struggling to have uh, spectators at the game for people watching TV. Right, right. That,
2: That's what so, I'm getting at. So
3: Bud Seelich said, yeah, I know they're on steroids, but – so,
2: my point is, Ryan, not not team-based with Trout, but league-based. Does he bring the league money? Yeah. yeah. He does. So, is that why the, the league said, all right, it's okay. He's got a prescription.
3: Uh, probably. To a, to a degree. To, to a degree, but they, they also, they're going to use the excuse it's a medical condition. Right. So, now it's out in the open. But you,
1: but so, the now pro- the
2: MLB is going to try to find a way to save face. Correct? But the problem
1: is... You know the problem is is Trout seeing that 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 uh, he's not getting disciplined because he has a doctor's prescription or whatever the fucking case What's
3: is. What's that say about his character? Like you just signed this massive contract, but and you, you and whether it's
2: it's a big deal, man. right?
3: Like whether it, it, it's I, a uh, medical condition or not,
2: like you're cheating. I get what you're saying, right? But the MLB allowed him you know to get right. to where he's at, right? But now we're, we're t- cheating.
3: But now we're talking about the man, the player.
2: Right. All right.
3: He's signed that massive contract. He's a cheater.
2: But, I, I okay, I, I'm not arguing with that point. But I'm saying the MLB allowed him to say it's okay to be a cheater. So now we're at that point where it's been called out. But is the MLB going to say, all right, he's a cheater? we have to make we have to find a way to make a, a, a what, difference and save I, face well, they're not going to no, they're not going to i don't think they will to, because it's too late for that
3: but with everything going on they got to do something they can't let this slide no. like they can't
2: right I, I understand that but as far as mike Chow goes, that's going to get swept under no, yeah, no it is no, yeah, it is. no way find a
0: way to no do something else no way
2: Yes, guess it is Ryan. no way i completely disagree. yes it is because they already allowed it but he,
3: then he, nobody knew.
2: Right. I understand what you're saying, Ryan, but they already allowed it. So they're but not, gar- but, but, not going to make but, themselves look so gar- foolish.
3: But public perception, guy, nobody knew.
2: All right. All right, Brian. So, when I'm so
3: saying, now everybody knows. They can't just say, ah.
2: But there six months from now, they're not going to care. I guarantee it.
3: The media's not going to let this go.
2: Yes, they will. No, they won't. They eventually, it will be pushed under the rug.
3: No. Because I, no way. It's no, not I,
2: with the HGH and baseball. I will say this,
1: though. I will say this, LLB though.
2: It'll be that the media can focus.
1: I will on. say that with this science signal stuff, it still is taking the headlines over to my trout thing right now. It is. So it, it will. That's my point, Sean. It, As time goes on and nothing happens, it it, it's going to kind of be like, all right. Let's just they're going to forget about I, it. I completely disagree but. because
3: as time goes on, you're going to hear this comes up. Like, this story is not going to be forgotten. No, there no. is no way. As far way. as the
2: HGA story, Ryan, I'm saying, if the media allows <laughs> that to be forgotten, it will be. Not,
3: but they're not. Well, you don't know You're that. not doing your job if with every time Mike Trout's in front of you, you don't ask that question. Yeah. But
2: there's other problems in the LRB. But, Garrett, yeah, I'm not but, talking about an that Anaheim, aside.
3: You're, you're an, an Anaheim, Anaheim Angels. You're, you cover yeah. the Anaheim Angels. You're you a beat writer. You're in the locker room after every game, and you're sitting in front of him. And you're not doing your job can if you, you don't imagine, ask that question. Can you imagine, picture, though?
1: Bro. Can you imagine the ripple effect, though, when he go, when he he if he ever comes out and goes, yeah, listen. This is what happened. This is why I'm on it. The ripple effect that'll happen throughout baseball with yeah. the other players going, "What the fuck? I was suspended fifty-six games. This is bad. That's that's
2: that's my point hundred yeah. percent. Right there, Sean.
1: Baseball is There's other players in a bad that spot. the
2: MLB had punished exactly for what Mike Trout is going through. Right. So they're they're going to find. a – I mean, they're going to try to find a way to cover this up. Yeah. They are, but but how? Like it's impossible. I I, I don't know, Ryan.
1: I don't think they're going to cover it up.
2: Not an MLB. But
3: it's impossible.
1: I don't think they're going to cover it up. You've had
3: players that were suspended over and over and over the past six years. Maybe not cover up, Sean. And they're going to these players are going to be like are just going to be like ah okay.
2: I'm just saying, Sean. Eight months from now, is Mike Trout going to be a story? Who knows. There might be something that overrides that story.
3: He's right. going to be a story for the rest Dude,
1: of his career. He's got two fucking microphones like he's at a fucking press conference. I mean, <laughs> the still can't hear him. still can't hear him.
2: This is Howard Cosell. So
1: from HDH uh, to, I mean, so uh, to BHB.
2: I mean. Yes, sir. You, want, you, want I, get, no, go ahead, you sure? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm passionate about what I was saying. I mean, uh, he's a fucking cheater. We gotta move
3: As on. the spring he's and not. summer months come to an end, she and the temperature outside cold. drops, and they have seriously dropped. C- <laughs> uh, 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 they, they have seriously dropped. We all know how cold it is. It's just like Mike Trout's uh, a- has testosterone levels. Not with the HGH. Um, on what a guest may decide to come in your house, you got rodents, mice, possums—all oh, the man rats. Naked- like rats. Jose Altuve. Rats. Actually, he's not. Who's the whistleblower or not?
1: That? That's the, uh, the the relief pitcher for the A's now. Yeah, yeah. The- with half a fucking beard. Yeah.
3: So um, they may decide to come up in your attic, your walls, other places, causing your home to have potentially major problems. Rodent chewing on wires is a 25% leading cause of, cause of residential fires. It's a huge problem. So that's why you need to give BHB pest elimination a, a call. They've been in business since 1969, providing customers with the highest level of pest controls uh, possible. Fully licensed then insured in PA, New Jersey, New York. BHB will customize a program around your specific needs. Anything you got going on, Gary will come out. He's been doing this for a long time. He, there's not much he doesn't know, he got and he it will all take
4: over my yard. he will take care of
3: anything you got going on. With, and then, as the summer months come on, he'll specify and come up with a particular service for anything that you need. BHB will go above and beyond your expectations, and we will guarantee all their work. That means if we come out to take care of something. And they have to come back because it's not taken care of. There's no charge to you. So, visit their website at bhbpest.com or give BHB a call at 215-644-3383. Huh? That's 215-644-3383. What? bhbpest.com. Mention Corner Pub Sports and your initial fee will be waived. That means People you, in the back. That means you're going to save about $150 to $200 for your initial visit. So, um... Yes, call call 644 Mention Corner Pub Sports and schedule your appointment today. What states are I licensed in? PA, New Jersey, New York. Thank you, bro. Hey, shut the fuck up!
0: <laughs> Yo, he, gave that, he gave me that look over the glasses.
1: Sixers. Little Sixers talk. So uh, last time we, uh, we were on the air. We knew that. That was hurt. I think, right?
3: No, yeah. that happened. We,
1: that knew,
3: a, we didn't know he was out for as long. We ago. we knew he was hurt, but he didn't right. know he
1: was out. And he now, stuck his
2: finger in a Kardashian,
1: and now he's out for. That's uh, a hard ass. About.
3: actually, he's probably really loose. Well, Would so, so they don't it? know yet because
1: all right. So as Would of today, oh yeah, as of today he's been cleared for non-contact drills, which is good news, and he's going to be re-evaluated next week. Right, he could be out. He could be back soon. We'll we'll see what happens. But initially they said what, four to eight weeks? Uh yeah. yeah. Maybe he's on the shorter side of that for once. Maybe three, four weeks, yeah. It'd be nice for once that Joel
2: Embiid is back sooner than rather than right. later. Um now looking from the outside, I'll ask you guys. Oh, here we go. Are you are you guys not are you just not fed up with the bullshit? No, I'm not. This team? No. Not irritated with the bullshit? No,
3: I ha I, I, I have been. I I hate to take over here. So oh, I have Joel. been but they're, I, this is going to sound insane. There's nights where I turn my TV off and I lay awake in bed and I think about the Sixers.
2: Is this before or after masturbation?
3: Usually after. Okay. That's, that's when your mind's most clear. Right? <laughs> you know, a dog didn't come over. I didn't get a visit or anything, so I had to take care of it myself. So anyway.
2: Do you wake up with your dick sticking to the sheets?
3: Yeah, and for some reason my asshole's wet. I, I don't him. know what happened there, like, like but you know. I mean,
2: stop eating Lay's potato chips. That means you got fucking anal leakage.
1: No, it's just loose and it's like wet. It's just like a secretion.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> secretion should be in the mouth madness tournament. In, yeah, uh, we doing that this oh year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right.
3: Yeah. All right. All right so so on, on honestly No, all right. All bullshit
0: aside. Um.
2: Guys, with the text messages,
3: Brett Brown goes, yes, no, or no, we'll get to that, Gary. Um, I'm probably been the most critical, like, is that
1: uh, up until recently? I've, I've, uh, you mean of Brett Brown, of the Sixers this season, yeah, most critical of the Sixers, right, right. yeah, yeah. So, but
3: I mean, the so past the more
1: two years, Ryan, you've been the one that said, ah, no, nah, Brett Brown, right. right? See, to me, to me, like, where you've been the most critical, uh, I think Mike and I are probably around the same wavelength, um, where we're both kind of like, well, let's, you know, it's early, and that's where I'm. Early, that's early. where
3: I'm getting to. But, um, but uh, that the, I've, the, I've seriously come to a conclusion with the team. It thought that they are not as good as we thought they were going to be. No, they're not.
2: That's not a, that's a sad statement. It's a
1: very sad statement.
3: It is. It is. But. The optimistic point of view here, which is what we have to start believing, because we have no other choice. This team,
2: honestly, bro, right? It's I, I right. want to hear to you. Right,
3: well, I, shut up and let me tell you. I just
2: don't know. Shut, shut up, up and yeah. let me tell you. in
3: the middle, of t- the middle so, of making
1: a statement? You right. So, the fu- so the optim, the, fu-
3: the optimistic point of view <laughs> with this team, honestly, even if God forbid they finish fourth, fifth seed, mm. which Ugh. they might, not the worst thing, right? But the 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 Miami Heat are not beating this team in a seven-game series. They're not. The Sixers, with all their flaws, the game changes in the postseason. Right. This team is hands down more than any other team in the Eastern Conference built to win postseason basketball. So what
2: player on the Sixers team is the guy that makes a difference in the postseason?
3: Tim Embiid. Embiid. Horford.
2: Yeah.
3: Harris. Like, all of them. Well, Stiebel, right. oh. bottom line, it's because they can dominate the paint. I mean, you know, me, we don't Give see... me
2: that crinkle fucking right
3: eye. Because right. you won't shut the fuck up. You keep asking. You won't shut the fuck up and let me give you my, my opinion.
1: Sounds like me with last week. With Mike. Shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> Mike's trying to give shit. I'm talking. Well, that guy did it. That guy did it. Oh, uh, fucking. What, yeah. Uh,
2: Josh... said, "We you shut the fuck up and give me give my opinion? Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, every fucking week. I'm following Stop! Shut up! Shut up! I was like Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you, you said okay.
1: And then I was like, by the way I get it.
3: So um but this team honestly, this team's built to win in the playoffs. We we need to see it more, but they can dominate the paint. Al Horford's a grizzled redden who ha- who has postseason experience. Yes. He's different in the postseason. Yes, and the way they play defense. How you went in postseason in basketball? Ew,
1: what the fuck?
3: Oh, what we, is it the thread?
1: No, he only sent it to me. That's Polsky.
3: Why did he only send it to you? What I don't know.
1: Fuck?
2: What The fuck's the matter? I
1: don't that? know what the fuck that is. It what looks like a, it that? looks like a dear asshole puckering.
2: Jesus Christ!
1: Well, what we got here. What? Can I get in on
2: the fun? No. You yell at me. (laughs) What the fuck is that, Polsky? You need help. All right, so uh, call me on Friday, Polsky.
3: We'll go to a meeting. Jesus, I'm gonna finish my point. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So how you win in the postseason in basketball is rebounding, defense, and good post play. They have
2: all that play. And they they have it all. They have it all. But have they had that in the past few weeks? No. No. The past few weeks?
1: Yeah. It's all season.
3: No, they haven't. No, no. But. They haven't had all season. You got to just hope that MB comes back with enough time for this team to mesh and then get taught before
1: the playoffs. So and that's the thing. Because, like, all right, so today's NBA, right? These guys know what they're built for, right? The Sixers are built to be that type of team that Ryan just said. My issue with it is, how much fucking longer are we going to wait? All right, so th- I see deficiencies on this team. I see bench deficiencies. Mike Scott and uh, Ennis, um, ha- James Ennis, have come up kind of short short this year. Um, but Thiebel, ha- Thiebel Spinger, they, has that
2: been escalated, Sean, with the and with, the rotations? But oh. has with the with the bench has it been escalated because the starters are not doing what they're supposed to do? Um, yeah, no. uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I because guess, guys like 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 Tobias
1: Harris has had an off and on season. Ben Simmons has been. Ben Simmons is going to be an all-star this year. I, I, think,
3: I think. I hope he doesn't, but
2: I, I think he'll be an all-star. I th- I mean, he probably uh, does, but I don't. I, I just hope he doesn't make it. Now, with Ben Simmons, is he the guy that Larry Brown needs to say, "Hey, fuck you"? Yeah, just I, do I, do I heard Larry Brown say that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I'm sorry, uh, Brett Brown.
1: Brett Brown. No, Brett Brown's never. T- see, that's is, that, he, is he afraid of the stars?
2: I think, no, he's not. afraid I don't of think stars. he's afraid.
1: I, I think he's trying to be more of a friend. Nah. I do. Well, no, I think the problem,
3: honestly, with him and Ben Simmons is that he's known him his whole life. Mm-hmm. So so you know, the hard coaching when he tries to do it. There is no doubt in my mind that Brett Brown is telling him be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Like right. he he had, like there's he's an NBA coach. Any if we see it, Brett Brown sees it. But I think the problem is like he he's just known like like there's not a kick in the ass there.
2: Like, is he stroking him more than he should be?
3: No, I don't think it's stroking him. I really don't. I just he's don't. He's not
2: stroking him. He's just not.
3: There's just not a response because it's more of a friend relationship because he's known him his whole life.
2: But I, mean, I think that's more than fair. All right, but you're not his friend. You're his coach.
3: But that's what I'm saying. That's why I think Ben Simmons isn't responding to it because Ben Simmons looks at him more of a friend than a, than his than coach. A coach.
2: Right. Family, so, friend. So the hard ass discipline. Because there's
3: a there. right, because there's a personal relationship there. The
2: hard ass discipline is not there.
3: There's no response to the discipline. Right. Brett Brown's a good coach, guy. Uh,
2: right.
3: Right. He's a right. good coach. Is
2: right. he the good? Is he the right, right coach gets, for this team? I don't think so. Did it get stale here in Philadelphia?
3: I don't think stale's the right word. I because just because
2: their their roster's changed so much.
3: Right. It's and it's also very hard. Like the the, the 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 Sixers aren't the first giggity, team that tanked in the NBA, right? You know how I mean. I mean there's you know a how lot hard big names on this right, team but bro. you know how hard it is to be the coach of a tanking team, and the same coach be the team that, that, that be the coach that takes that team to the promised land.
2: That's not going to happen.
3: Like the, the,
2: that's difficult. Right. So look at the Sixers five years ago, what what Brown has had, and look what he's got now. And they're not responding to him. It's a uh, problem. It's definitely a problem. I mean, I, 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 so, I mean so like,
3: you got to evaluate Brown over the past two seasons and this season. Right. Not, not and them the first two, three. Right. Them two seasons, they won over 50 games. Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I, is it good I, I, you enough? You know what
3: I'm
1: saying? Is it good enough? It's, it's not. If, if you don't get past the second round this year. He's fired. He's gone. I think if he
3: doesn't get to the finals, he's fired. See, so I, don't, he,
1: I I disagree. I think if they play in the finals and play hard and don't get blown out in four or five games, then, yeah. If they go six or seven against a team, like, now, let's face it, Milwaukee's playing lights out basketball right, right now. If they lose to Milwaukee in seven games, can you fire him? I don't think you should count. I, 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 I do.
2: So, professionally, from what you guys have seen, I'll say in the past five years, do you think Brown is the one that takes the Sixers to the next level? I don't.
1: I don't. No, I don't. So, with that, I, yeah, I mean – after this year, maybe you just move on from
3: there. Yeah, I I, I do believe it's time Unless to move they, on.
2: But what's they... out what's out there to move the Sixers to
3: the? the you worry about that at the time. You like you find a coach. Oh, I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Bring um, back Mo Cheeks. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um,
1: bring back fucking bring Jean, John Leguizamo up here. Fucking, fucking Eric Spolstra.
2: John. bring oh, him up here. Lizaramo. He's a good
3: coach, dude. He's a good fucking coach.
2: John Leguizamo.
3: But um, I don't know. Like, like John Leguizamo. He does. Like um I, I like know. Mark Jackson.
2: I'm not talking uh, I, I'm not I, talking I, crazy shit. I'm asking you guys. Yeah, I, I know.
3: D- you know. I, I if it don't happen this year, it's time to move on. I agree. It's time to move on.
1: Yeah, I mean this is the best team he's had. Last last year's starting five was fucking insane. I mean, that your, and this your year's ben- better. Your bench is was your bench was rough. I, See, mean, I don't know NBA. if your starting five last year was better. No, your no, starting this five year. this year is that's better.
2: That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it was. I, I mean, I, I listened to Jimmy Butler. I listen okay. to what's going on around the NBA and, and the, the names on this team. Ooh. The reason well, I say yeah, it, I the, guess the reason jo- Josh Richardson, I'll take him that's over. That's the Reddy. thing.
3: That's why I say it's better because. But of I would it.
1: take Butler over Horford.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, but so, uh, but at Horford would But I be, think it that defensively, they're, be, better. You, defensively them, they're better.
1: That's why I say it's better.
2: Defensively they're better. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but before and, and, they got Horford, that he not always he crushed them beat. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you can't beat them, join them.
3: Okay. They're also not see that this opens
2: another can of worms with
1: this coach. See, I don't. So they're not what, being what do you coached do? What the do way. You do? No, and that's the thing. So, like, they're trying to do this this outside in. Or, they're yeah. not a free. They're not a perimeter shooting team. They're Trying to do this inside out game. Right, you're not an inside out team. No, you're an outside, you're outside in, team. in team. And they're trying to be an ISO team. And you're not. not an they ISO can't defense. run a pick and roll to save their fucking no, life. They don't have the speed. Right. So I have, so you, I have you have no all right this deal. length. You're talking about you me. have all this length on this team. I hate I hate the fucking term because we've heard it so much from some of the, the talking heads in this town, but it's the truth. The whole bully ball aspect is what you're built for, right. Defensively, and they're not fucking playing. No, they're they're not being coached the way the teams put together. <laughs> if you're gonna let a team play th- shoot threes all game, let him shoot threes all game. All right. That's so fine. Let right. him shoot fucking threes. You're not getting anything inside. Right. Take your chances outside for every shot. Right. You're going to be covered. It's not like we're going to leave you wide open. You're right. going to be covered. And you're going to shoot 35%. You're not going to win that way. Right. Good fucking luck.
3: Right. And there, But there's just too many teams do that play against the Sixers that shoot lights out from the three-point line. And that's how they win. Like, I, I, it makes no I, sense. I don't, know. I don't it, know. It really doesn't. Like, this... This, all right, gentlemen,
2: so my next question is for you two. Around the league, with the big names that the Sixers have, what teams have more bigger names than the Sixers? Uh, big so names? I mean, the Lakers are pretty. The Lakers? Uh, yeah. Has that not been the fucking way since we lived on fucking? Uh, See, but you know what's unique about that, guy? If the Sixers are able to put this together. Now,
3: granted, the Lakers have LeBron James, right? Right. But if the Sixers are able to put this together and end up in the finals against the Lakers, Embiid dominates Anthony Davis. Has his whole career.
2: Dominates him. All right. I understand what you're saying. Dominates him. But in the past three years, from from what I've seen with Embiid. Don't go with the lazy thing. Like, you've said that over and over, bro, and I'm not trying to cut you off. He takes plays off.
3: Every NBA player does.
2: I'm all Yeah, right. and, and, and every and, single NBA player does. And
1: Bead's thing uh, in the Players Tribune was what I thought was pretty cool. Uh, he basically said, like you know, Charles and these other players calling him out. He goes, "That's it's a different game than when you played. I can't sit in the post the whole game. That's not anyone's game anymore. I have to move around. I have to do things. I have to make great defensive matchups and stuff like that. So I get that. But however, sixty percent Bede- of your game can be in the post, though. Sure, right. yeah. And what is that, Brown?
3: Yeah, it has to be. It's Brown. Yeah, it has to be.
1: It's Brown more than Embiid. You think Embiid isn't having fun inside SWAT, SWATting everybody? But I mean?
3: stated over and over he wants Jay, uh, Josh, uh, that Tobias Harris to be JJ Redick. How
1: about he's, he's not, not JJ, JJ Redick. Redick? First of all, he's a better player overall. Right,
3: than, like get get this JJ Redick thing out of your fucking head. The dude's so overrated. <laughs> we have to develop a shooter. Right, like he's a good shooter. But you could tell because he stayed, he he's he never not had JJ Redick. Pro- he never had the proper role when he was here. You could tell at the end of the season because he started every T- fucking Tobias- game and he was
1: tired. Tobias is the guy who should be taking the shot who who should be taking the shots that Ben Simmons can't take. Yeah, the the the, the fifteen 12 footers, the twelve the 15 to fifteen footers. footers. That's right. your Tobias Harris type of player, not the guy shooting from the. Now, granted, his numbers were good when he came here. Uh, you know, from the Clippers. From but shooting it, outside, but, but that's it, not his game, right? And last year, that that was
3: his best career three-point shooting percentage of his career, right, right? He's not that player that he was last year. No, no, he's not. He's not a consistent three-point
1: shooter. He's a mid. He's got a really good mid-range game. Look, the, the Sixers had a game against the Brooklyn Nets. They have a couple get-right games here. You know, they beat the Nets uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, you know, they have a few games here Chicago. I think. Actually, they're on the own. They're, play, they're playing now. Chicago's playing now, or they're playing against Chicago now, and they're playing a couple uh, other games that they should win. You want to shut your fucking ringer off? You're only just, on the fucking radio every week, you cocksucker.
3: Just get to... All I'm saying with the Sixers,
1: get to the All-Star break,
3: 10-12 games over 500. Get Embiid healthy.
1: Yeah, we got next week.
3: Yeah, right. Get Embiid healthy. And let's see where this team's at when we
1: start hitting March. And,
3: yeah, I agree, and you know what I mean. Marge,
1: like, March Marches went because like Embiid's healthy and Embiid's back, right. and you know it's going to take him about three weeks to right. to get ready to fucking play. You know, yeah. you know to get his to get his feet from underneath him. You know all that, but sh- even the past two years,
3: like you see, you've seen even the year he broke his face when, um, Fultz.
1: last broke, year. Yeah,
3: that was, was, that, was that was that last year. It was year before.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah when you're Fultz
3: right. broke his face, um, but like Embiid's different in the playoffs yeah he's different
1: yeah i agree well we're gonna switch gears here because we have a special guest on the line we haven't talked to him in a little while from sports talk 916 out there on the west coast check them out we have greg ball on the phone greg what is up my brother
5: what is up guys it has been a minute huh it has been, I, I, it's been
1: too long yeah man. at least Welcome six back, at least man. six months man at least something like that so how you oh, doing? It's, it's
5: been long. It's been longer than six months. I want to say it was like when Demarcus Cousins got traded off the Kings. Oh Jesus! was it that long? Nah. So like, uh,
1: oh man. The Kings. The Kings to
5: Pelicans. Really?
1: Man, you might. Two been, and a
5: half seasons.
1: Oh my God! You might be right.
5: Wow. Well. Yeah, it's the last time we did anything right.
1: So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also true so uh what's been going on man what's about what's up with the show and and you guys have expanded i guess since the last time we talked you guys a little have a little hockey faction going on so tell the people about it
5: yeah so we've we've expanded so now we're we're calling ourselves we have the sports talk 916 network we have uh we have a sharks talk 916 they cover mostly everything san jose sharks related to diehard sharks fans that come on basically whenever they please and and set up a show. They're not like a concurrent show, but they, they cover Sharks and, and hockey news. And we have, um, we've tried doing a, a wrestling show here and there, um, you know, that's around Ooh, yeah. like WWE and AEW and all the different factions there. But for the most part, it's just the two of us right now. It's Sports Talk, as, you know, Greg and I and uh, Sharks Talk. Greg awesome. and I just completed our. 300th episode last sunday congrats man um which is pretty cool so yeah we're having fun with it
3: so so i gotta there's a such thing as diehard sharks fans
5: yeah and you know it it fits the mold of our show perfectly because the sharks are very much you know symbiotic to the sacramento kings and it's they're on paper they're always good and there's always promise and uh, I mean, the Sharks get further, you know, they've actually made the cup finals, but they never have enough to get over the hump. So Sharks fans and Kings fans are very similar in heartbreak and turmoil. So it, it just works out perfectly. Oh, that's Roger, cool. Roger. That's Roger.
3: awesome. Just a little surprise that there's that,
1: that, that, that like dedicated of a, of a I, following out there. I like, love the whole, uh, the whole, the, the whole, uh, Pre-game thing that the sharks do and all it
3: oh yeah fun, it's cool man. it'd
1: be a good time they got the big shark
3: mouth out that they all come oh yeah out. it's all yeah, awesome, cool. cool.
5: yeah and and you know the, the sharks are you know basically from from you know san francisco north they're the only west coast team in the northern western hemisphere as far as like california oregon and um washington goes so i mean there's a pretty decent following obviously vegas came in two years ago and and took some of that, but other than that, you got to deal with either LA team and you know in California. The sharks are the sharks are huge. It's it wasn't until I started actually watching them and following along that I realized that they have a pretty damn big fan base. So it works out well. Cool, awesome. Yeah, pay
2: attention or a shark will fuck you up.
5: Exactly. <laughs> so before we get into the
1: the main reason why we we had you call in today, uh, real quick, uh, your thoughts on uh, I guess Gabe Kapler won, and then Gabe Kapler. Uh, hiring the first female bench coach in major league baseball history. What, what are your thoughts?
5: So the Dave Kepler hiring, I am not a fan of. Um can't imagine any, why yeah, we don't know why by any like stretch of oil? the word. Um I'm just I'm just not cool with it at all. And um, you know, I mean it is what it is. Like I'll I'll support the team, but I feel like there were much better candidates that could have been brought on mm-hmm. over him. I feel like Farhan made a very panic move in hiring the way he did. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And Vegas has the, the Giants at 71 wins next season. I, I, don't, I don't see it. I'm willing to go bet a paycheck that the Niners don't or the, the Giants don't. They're not going to crack 60 wins next year. It's going to be a 59-win sure. or less team. And that's only if Jeff Samarja and Johnny Cueto pitch their asses off. Um, now, I do like the Drew
1: Smiley signing. I, I That's a good signing for the back of rotation guy. He'll he'll give you good innings. Mm-hmm.
5: But yeah, that, that's but not going to
1: get you. Yeah, I mean, he's inconsistent. He's not going to get you wins. The only, no.
5: the only bright spot that the Giants have going forward next season is that Farhan in his first year as GM—that's Farhan Zaidi, obviously. Um, he built our farm system from from rags to riches in a season. I mean, the River Cats were dead last for three years in a row as Giants affiliates, and in his first year building up the farm system in Sacramento and in Richmond, um, you know, both of those teams made it to their their perspective or their respective championships. Uh, Sacramento won the PCL and then went on to win the Triple A championship. So. Mm-hmm the you know the Cats here in Sac, they at least have promise so you know we get to cover them we have our credentials with them we cover every game and um you know that'll be at least that'll be fun to watch to kind of see what the future holds because you know we have a lot of old guys that are going to be gone soon and you know joey bart's going to be the next for posey hands down going to be one of the best pro- catching prospects in all of baseball um, and the difference between him and posey is He's caught since he was a kid. Like that's all he's ever done is, is okay. catch. Okay. Where Posey transitioned over from shortstop and third base to catcher, so this kid has been a catcher from the second he put on a glove. So he he knows. I mean, I saw an interview with this kid, and it was the senior year of college, and they asked him about a game, like the second second or third game of the season. I think they ended up playing like thirty five games with all their tournaments and whatnot. And he was able to go through the first five innings of pitches that he called in succession off of memory. Like this kid knows the role; he's gonna be great. So there's hope, but Kapler's gonna suck. Um, I'm not looking forward to that at all. But I do like the hiring of um, of the new bench coach. What's her name? Alyssa, Alyssa Nakin. Yes. Alyssa Nakin. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna be a. She's gonna be more of a hitting instructor and more of a, um, you know, practice face she's not going to be on the bench she will be in uniform for BP and for you know hitting grounders and whatnot in warm-ups and she's from uh, Sacramento she's from, right she's from Sacramento yeah she's right. a graduate of Sac State she was a she was an amazing I don't know if you guys swear or not I almost did
1: um, <laughs> oh we swear all the nah, no no okay, we swear so, all the fucking time
5: there you go so she was an amazing um third base third base player I mean she was one of the tops in the nation um and I think that's fantastic and at the same time it also it also outed one of our quote-unquote legends as a just giant piece of shit and um that's aubrey huff Mm. because aubrey huff came out and basically bashed the giants and said that he would never play under a woman and he thinks it's a joke and tag Crawford and posey and a few other people wow um, in his in his tweet and so yeah so wow holy shit Yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the actual quote. But basically, he said like, uh, "Oh, couldn't imagine taking baseball instruction from an ex-female softball player with an eye roll emoji. Have fun with that, Crawford belt posy. So, yeah. So Aubrey Huff can fly his red thong up a flagpole with his ass still attached to it. For all I'm concerned,
2: damn. In a way, somebody takes it in the ass.
3: (laughs) 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 So um, I'm. Getting back, like you had mentioned them, um, like like where's this team at with uh, like like what's your feelings on Buster Posey? Like, is he right. done? Um, is he? I mean, I know he has to be there with the contract they're paying him and everything. Is but you know, is he
5: still a quality player? He he'll never not be a quality player. Like even without his even without his numbers at the plate, I mean. Behind the dish, you don't he's want to so – There's not yeah. really anyone in the league better than Buster Posey. Oh, um, uh, there's one. I think, though well, – a- Okay, let, let me see, let me. He's top three. Let's put okay, it that okay. way. Okay, all right. Um, He, I, I've been saying it for years and I've talked about it on your guys' show and I've talked about it at nauseam on ours. The only, the best way to benefit the Giants with Buster Posey is to get rid of Brandon Belt and move Posey to first base.
4: Okay. They need to follow follow the
5: the Mike Piazza. They need to follow the Mike Piazza pattern that, you know, Piazza did it way too late in his career Mm -hmm. and it ended up costing him, I think four or five good years they need to do the same thing with Posey. They need to get him out of the squat. They need to save the knees because every year since his rookie campaign, his legs go out from underneath them earlier and earlier every single year. And last year it was like, I don't know. They, what do they start in? They started in what April, right? I think it was like May 1st that he didn't have legs underneath them anymore. So, you know, it's, it's not good. So, but I think they'll be fine with Posey. I think Brandon belt's, and Brandon Crawford are going to be the two that hurt the most just because their contracts are atrocious. And, you know, Brandon Crawford's probably one of the best, I would again say probably top three or top five um, gloves in major league baseball at short, his range and his arm and his ability to make plays are fantastic, but he hit like 215 last year. So, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be extremely hard to, convince yeah, someone that they need to, you know, take on the contract.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like the, the, the Freddie Galvis thing. He never had that monster contract, but he was so good defensively.
1: That's why you kept, you, you hated to move on from him. Yeah, But he just uh, – he was a below-average yeah, hitter. below-average hitter. So, the main reason uh, and the big reason, and I'm sure you guys are excited out there, the San Francisco 49ers are back in the NFC Championship game taking on the Green Bay Packers, by the way, at home. Yeah, How what, cool
3: is that, man? Yeah, man. With good luck, well done, man.
5: It's 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 almost a little surreal. I mean, you know, last last year they were four and twelve. They the year before, or I guess it was last year. No, the year before that, they were zero and nine to start the season when we traded for Garoppolo. Four and twelve last year, he tears his ACL. Yeah, which he said it last week, and I've been saying it for a couple months. That was the that was the saving grace of this team by getting Nick Bosa um
1: he's been amazing he's, but, he's gonna win defensive but, he's gonna rank rookie of the year
5: he already won he already got defensive rookie of the year and um right 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 he, yep. he, yeah he basically won two of the two of the awards um but he the the t it's just it's been a ride that's just like unbelievable i you know they were what they started out 10 or 11 and 0 before mm-hmm. they lost that first game uh against baltimore and you know, they're, they're healthy now, which is scary because there wasn't a game prior to week one. And I don't think they were fully healthy in week one that they had all 53 men without a, a, a mention on the injury report. And the injury reports came out for this week and green Bay has two or three guys. And the Niners just next to San Francisco just says none. And that's the <laughs> first time that's been that way. Um, Wow. D Ford's healthy on the defensive line. You put him and Bosa out there, and there's not a better there's not a better edge rush. And then, and you, then got- you know there's five there's five first round draft picks on that front line. You have Eric Armstead, you have Solomon Thomas, you have DeForest Buckner, D Ford, and uh, Nick Bosa. So I tell you
1: what, Armstead, man, he's he's turned into a hell of a player. Yep, hell of a player. And that. you got you and- got um um that linebacker they that picked up uh, from. He
3: used to play for Baltimore. Quan, he
5: was Quan Alexander, that dude's a freaking nature. I mean, nine weeks ago, he completely tore his pec off the bone. And, and he's back, he's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's back playing. You know, the, the secondary is one of the top secondaries in all of football. Richard Sherman statistically had the best year of his career this year with yards given up and pass attempts yeah. thrown his way. I mean, how about I that? I want to say something like, Twenty-three percent throw rate or something like that Damn. toward Richard Sherman this dude, year. Dude, that
1: that play he made last week when oh, he jumped that oh route. Oh my god, he jumps that route like it was like, dude, that's the old Richard Sherman. Yeah. Like, where did he come from? Like, he, all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I'm gonna play. I
5: want. I want another ring.
1: He's got another ring.
5: Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, up- and you know the league took notice the second that game ended. He had a notification of a random drug. Uh, random yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A how about draw? that man that was crazy and have and Russell Wilson too last was it last after the Eagles game I yeah, think it was yeah. he gets off the plane yeah he, same so, thing he got a random drug test
5: yeah so but but Wilson only got from what I read he only got the he only got the piss test okay Sherman had uh, he had the drug test which was the urine sample. And he had the PED test, which is a blood draw no at way. the same time. He Holy got both shit. of them. Plus hair. And that's what Sherman <laughs> was so pissed off about. He said, this is the last two weeks of the season. We need to be at our absolute best. I'm and gonna be doing that. and you're you guys me. are going to go do a blood draw from me. Like, Fuck. you know, it is. So, but yeah, the, I mean, the Niners, the, the Robert Sala is, is, you know, has those guys playing some of the best football that I've seen. And. What's even scarier, and I don't even know if it's possible, but I have a feeling that Cleveland interviewed him strictly for the Rooney rule. Mm -hmm. And them overlooking him for an offensive coordinator that he completely shut down in Minnesota the same weekend that they hired him. I think is going to put a bigger chip on Robert Sala's shoulder going into this weekend, mm-hmm. and that defense is going to be just all over the place. Though. Like Cleveland. Aaron Rodgers is going out of trouble. Yeah. That's that's Cleveland though. Cleveland's. You know. Yeah, Cleveland did
2: Cleveland things. I mean, right. it's,
5: it's very it's very expected, but so um, um, I mean, real quick, I
2: mean, the, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Don't overlook him.
5: No, he he absolutely is, but outside of Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have an offense. No, he doesn't. I mean, Aaron, uh, jo- Aaron, 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 Aaron Jones. Aaron, Aaron,
1: Aaron Jones is pretty good. Aaron Jones is pretty pretty Aaron
5: nice. Aaron Jones is a good running. He's a good running back, but he's not.
3: He's not going to beat
1: the 49ers. No, right. I mean, you, you go back to earlier in the year. What was it, What was the? I know that. Uh, Packers scored what? What was it? Thirty-seven to eight or something? Was that the score? 37,
5: 37 to eight. Thirty-seven. The Packers eight. scored on the, I want to say, on their second drive of the game, uh-huh. and got shut down after that. Yeah, the Niners so, um, embarrassed them. Yeah.
1: Yep. So now here you are, and, Levi Stadium, Sunday, for the Super Bowl. Hey, let, let's go through the matchup real quick, right? I mean, we're kind of doing it, but like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams versus that 49ers defense. What do we see happening?
3: got to take the 49ers' day. It
5: the Niners the Niners' run defense is going to be is going to be insane. Um Fred Warner, Quan Alexander are going to be are going to be just roaming waiting for Aaron Jones to try to even do anything. He's not going to have 100 plus yards like he had against Seattle. He's not going to be able to control the control the pace. They're going to they're going to essentially be one dimensional and You know, I I will never, ever discount the fact that Aaron Rodgers can destroy a defense, Mm -hmm. just like Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just don't think Aaron Rodgers, with the receiving core that he has, is going to be able to do it without the running game being effective. And this Niners run defense is just phenomenal. You you shut down Um, the
1: run, you can beat Aaron Rodgers because the play action kind of goes out the window. You know, um, and, and if your rush is getting to him, you're going to you're going to be able to get to. Him. I mean you're going to be able to you're going to be able to win that game yeah, defensively. And
5: and in that, in that other game when the Niners shut him down 30 37 to 8, uh D four did not play on defense. Jeez. Uh Richard, oh, wow. Sherman was, Richard Sherman was Richard Sherman was Richard Sherman was battling um, I want to say it was an ankle or a or a knee soreness that he had. Uh, Jaquiski Tart had a rib injury. Uh Akilah Witherspoon who got benched by the way last week, he lost his starting job to Mosley, which is a huge upgrade on the on the other wing outside of Richard Sherman. Uh-huh. Um, you know he didn't play, so the Niners' defense is better than what Aaron Rodgers faced, what seven eight weeks ago, which is there. ridiculous. And then on the on the flip side of that, uh, if you're looking at the the you have on the defensive side you have the uh, you have the Smith brothers on on the Packers' defense. Who right. are a very been formidable been pass Very rush. good.
1: They've been very good this year.
5: But in that in that matchup, when the Niners dropped thirty-eight or thirty-seven on them, George Kittle was one week back from missing four games with mm-hmm. an ankle that he sustained on Halloween. Joe Staley was only in a second game back from a broken leg. Tevin Coleman wasn't there, right? Tevin Coleman was out, and Mike McGlinchey was only one game back, which is our other guard right, opposite right, of Staley. He right. was coming back from an injury as well. So, the Niners' offense was more banged up than the defense, and they still were able to put up a 37 spot. Uh, that's pretty wild. See, but that – So –
3: Like, if I was a 49ers fan, though, like, like I, I'd be a little worried. Um. That, 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 the 49ers aren't going to beat the Packers the way they beat – um who they beat last night, uh, the, the, the Vikings, running minutes, the ball. No. <clears throat> um, no. Garoppolo's got to have a big game
5: um and- i i don't i don't agree with that though be in the sense that the running game is gonna the packers run defense is good but the three-headed monster that the niners run out there if if they start with tevin coleman and monster. green bay and green bay and the Smith brothers and their and their one linebacker who i can't think of what his name is right now um Mar- it's not Martinez. It's something similar to that. Basically, the middle linebacker, who's who's a great run stopper. Um, if they shut down Tevin Coleman because he's more of an inside the tackles runner, then they're gonna start. Then they're gonna experiment. They're either gonna bring in Raheem Mostert or they're gonna bring in Matt Breida, the two fastest, two right. of the fastest running backs in the league. Which is, it's, and it's gonna be a whole different dynamic. So you it, think you co-
3: think the 49ers can beat the Packers with Garoppolo throwing for 130 yards?
5: I do, because there's there's two things that are going to happen. It, it's not going to be a traditional just drop back, protect the quarterback, find your wide receivers. Mm-hmm. The Niners dismantled Minnesota last week, and George Kittle had two catches for six yards. George Man. Kittle will not be two for six.
1: I see him having a big role this Sunday.
5: If they have to go pass heavy, which they did not have As to Sanders do against too. Minnesota – then Kittle's going to go crazy. But there's a secret weapon that, that we have that Green Bay has absolutely zero chance of covering, and that is Kyle Juszczyk coming out of the backfield in the flat. Kyle Juszczyk as a fullback is as fast, if not faster, than most of the tight ends in the league that line up as a uh, second-string tight end.
1: Was it last week and or a couple, he- couple weeks ago? He, he was downfield 30 yards down the field. I'm like, it's
5: this fucking fullback. They're fullback catching a ball down the field he he has better hands than most wide receivers on most rosters in this league like that dude can catch a ball in traffic and i i want to say it's martinez the the greenback the the mm -hmm. packers middle linebacker he's one of the best in run in run stopping in the league but he is absolutely one of the lowest ranked linebackers in pass coverage in the entire league Mm -hmm. so if he gets singled up on use check the the Packers have zero chance because if he gets it in the flat you remember once he has the ball in his hands he'll catch the ball like a wide receiver but once he's able to run he's still a fullback and a cornerback's not going to stop him they're going to have to gang tackle him just like they're going to have to do George Kittle I think the Niners have a much well-rounded offense than they get credit for now, Garoppolo, you're going to have those oh-shit moments. Every game, he throws a ball that you're like your asshole clinches and you get worried. <laughs> he threw that pick last week. Mm-hmm. And
1: last week's pick,
5: interception, yeah. that was the first ball. So I, right before that game started last week, I went online and I watched every single snap that Garoppolo threw an interception on. That was the first ball that a defender made a play on the ball that – was actually a defensive play every other interception okay. was either a grossly thrown ball or a tip miscommunication a something yes so that was the first defensive play that a defender actually made that they actually jumped the route and intercepted the ball thrown right. by garoppolo. right so he has a lot of interceptions way too many but a lot of them are due to drop passes and yeah garoppolo is going to make those throws he has he has the trust of debo samuel who i think is one of the best up and coming like, wide receivers. I, I like Debo a lot, man. Emmanuel Sanders is is grossly underrated for the age and what he brings to the field. I would have loved to have and him on the Eagles this
1: year. Eagles had a chance again; they just they didn't do it.
5: Yeah, the Niners only gave up a fifth round pick to get him, and and then you have George Kittle. George Kittle is arguably the wide receiver, or the tight end in the league. I mean, he, De- he has the highest rated,
1: definitely top two or three, without a doubt.
5: He's the highest-rated blocking tight end in all of football, and it's not even close. He is one of the hardest guys to bring down. He's one of the he's one of the better guy, hand guys. I mean, he once Gronk left, he climbed that ladder quick, and I think only you know, the only one really in front of him is Kelsey, and then the one right on his tail, I think you guys have in Philly, and that's Ertz. Mm-hmm. But I think he I think he surpassed Ertz this year. If you were and- to, yeah, if you were to
1: give me a choice between Kittle or Ertz, I'm taking Kittle. Honestly, yeah. Uh, personally, yeah. And
5: you
3: know, the only
5: one Kelsey Zach Ertz just set the NFL record out. for catches
3: by a tight end last year. Hold on, like George Kittle is really good. He's not better than Zach Ertz.
1: I uh, oh. look at it physically. <laughs> Zach Ertz has been
3: doing kid- it for seven years.
1: Yeah, but look at Kittle's phys- physically. Kittle is a. Bigger he's guy done it one year. And he's quicker than Ertz. Okay, too. he's
3: done it one year. Zach Ertz has a no, He's is, been doing is, it for seven years.
5: His, <clears throat> this is his third year. And he and hasn't, but he hasn't
3: played like this all three years.
5: Come on. Last year he's last year he set the NFL record for most receiving yards by by a tight end. And that was with Brian Hoyer and Nick Mullenstone in the ball or not I'm not sorry. CJ Beathard and Nick Mullenstone in the ball. Literally the only option on the 49ers. If you look at the game plan for the Niners last season, it was George Kittle or the Punnets. Okay, who, like was that was a, who was an
3: option on the Eagles this year? And Zach Ertz had over 80 catches again.
5: George well, Kittle is not better years, than Zach
3: Ertz.
1: All right.
5: I would take George Kittle nine times. Out of of course over you Zach would Zag because, because you're a point. 49ers fan.
1: <laughs> and you're going to take Ertz over Kittle? No, because I'd take
3: Jason
5: Kelsey over Ertz.
1: But he, even, but he said Kelsey above Kittle too, though.
3: Yeah, a- L- okay, L- Wilson, but the L- argument here is is Ertz over Kittle. Right. All right, like, Ertz has been doing it for seven years, man. Like, like Kittle's not better than him. I will
5: I will make a bet right now with you that in seven years George Kittle that might be, injury, but right now he's not better than Ertz. Owen. <laughs> <Yelling. laughs> I, I would I would take I would take Kittle, regardless of my Niners link. I wanted physical. When, when I,
1: I, I, I gotta be on, I gotta be honest. Physic, physically, like what might, what he brings athletically, I take Kittle over. It.
3: Okay, that may come to fruition. Blocking, right now, Zach Ertz blocker. is better than George Kittle. He's been okay. doing it consistently for seven years.
5: Okay. Okay. Let me let me let me ask you that. So I will I'll give you route running and probably hands. I'll give Ertz the nod over Kittle because Kittle's still developing that part of it. 'Cause he's just a bru- he's more of a bruiser back. In Iowa, he was a bruiser tight end. That's what he did. But if you need a pass protecting tight end or a, a run blocking tight end, the edge goes to George Kittle. And if you need a run after catch, break a bunch of tackles, get me fifteen yards when we needed twelve kind of guy. You're, you're, gonna going go you're going to go George Kittle as well. Right. And, and, and right. And I understand
3: your so point. You take, but so you're you saying all right all now that, that Kittle is better than Ertz. Ertz has I been said, doing.
5: What I said was if there's a, if you're taking the entire package of who you want on your team, I'm taking George Kittle over Zach Ertz. If it's strictly pass catching and route running, I'll probably give the nod to Ertz. But if I need. How many tight know, ends in
3: the NFL get credit for, for, for being a great tight end because they block?
5: I think George Kittle's moving that moving that ladder or moving that needle to getting the tight end coverages that they deserve.
3: All right, so he's revolutionizing
5: the position. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, <laughs> get all man and shit. As far, right. as far as prediction goes, you said talk about defense. I think I give the Niners the edge over the Packers offense. Yes. I honestly feel that the Niners <laughs> offense can – Go through Green Bay's defense without a lot of resistance. I think that it's going to. Kyle Shanahan is the X factor on offense. He is going to come up with some crazy shit. I, that I, I look this at. Well, co- coaching going to be ready for
1: I think coaching in in in, in its in an entirety. Shanahan, Shanahan, and um. Why am I blanking? I his face. Uh, Lafleur. Lefleur for the Packers. I would give the the edge to Shanahan as well. Um, so yeah. you, you think, defensive you think the defensive
5: coordinator Robert Salah should win defensive oh, coor- yeah. defensive yeah. coach of the year if they did that? Right. Right. Um, he has those guys fired. I. I'm surprised Salah hasn't put pads on on the sideline to fire his guys up. Like that dude's intensity is ridiculous. Um, I think play like playoff I said,
2: inexperience helps the Packers. Helps the Packers. Helps the Packers. Really.
5: Oh. You said playoff inexperience. Yes. Or he he. he, basically if, he if that's what, the case, then it's then it's a match because the Niners have no playoff experience.
1: Well, no, Other no, no. He, Garofalo, yeah, yeah. The way the, the way yeah the way he said it was confusing. Basically, what he's saying is Packers have the edge because they have more experience. That's what he's saying.
5: Oh, playoff. So playoff inexperience on the Niners side gives. Yeah, the edge right, the right. Back.
1: That's Gosh. what he's saying. Yeah, it was confusing I, the way he said.
5: If we're if we're talking wet behind the ears, then the Niners. are... Oh surprising. yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely. However. Uh, I, I kind of, I think I know we're going to go with this, Greg. I, I'm, I'm just going to say, it and we might as well. Uh, let's, I'll give my prediction too, and we'll get, we'll, you know, and uh, we'll move on. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Niners win. They're at home. They, they match up. I think this is a great matchup for them. I think that, like you said, Greg, um, you shut down the run. You really control that game. If you shut down Aaron Jones, you can key on uh, Devontae Adams, and game over. I mean, in, in my opinion, I'll
5: I'll add this in too. So if you go back and watch watch the game from last week, it was a 1:35 start, which was a terrible time for a game to start on the West Coast for a playoff game, and the Niners stadium was maybe three quarters full, uh-huh. and Kirk Cousins comes on the field the first drive and he already couldn't hear his coordinator he covered his ear oh it the was crazy every single drive
1: yeah it was crazy so let me
5: let me leave you with this though you mentioned home field advantage yeah that game was a, it was packed once the game got going that place was packed the niners sunday are setting a levi stadium record for attendance there's gonna the, as of right now they haven't decided if they're gonna release standing room only seats at the top of the fucking dome or the 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 bowl. Uh-huh. But as of right now, there's seventy nine thousand seats sold. Damn, which is the largest capacity ever. That tops Super Bowl fifty, that tops WrestleMania thirty or twenty five or whatever the hell WrestleMania was there, which was the very first event at uh-huh. uh, Levi Stadium, and they're estimating that. That's roughly 9,000 more people that went through the turnstiles last week against Minnesota.
1: What's your prediction? That
5: place is going to be insane. What's your prediction, brother? So right now, and I don't like the point spreads and all that other bullshit, but Vegas has the Niners at 7.5. I think they have them. It it might have went back down to 7. It was 7 for a while, went up to 7.5. I think the Niners win by 10 or more. I, I really do. I'm I'm going to go – I've been saying it since last week. I think it's going to be 34-24 Niners when it's all said and done. Okay. And the only reason why it's that is because Aaron Rodgers in the last, like, minute will put up another touchdown. So the game's not even close. It's a laugher? I don't I, – I think it's going to be a laugher near the end. I think it'll be one of those games where probably, like, you know, the Packers are in it, like, maybe, like, 20, you know, 24 – I got to be honest. I, I kind of feel the same 20, way. I think defense. 27-17. Yeah. And then, you know, the Niners, as they're, as Green Bay's just in, like, garbage time trying to get down the field, I think the Niners get a cheap, you know, fumble or a pick or something that sets them up for another quick score. I don't think it's going to be a laugh for, like, the last time they played, but I think the final score is going to be a lot different. It's going to tell a different story than what the actual game was, but I think it's going to be 10 or more for San Francisco.
2: Okay? I, I, I mean, I like the Packers 28-20. Oh, Packers! What do you say, Rye? Uh, I'm uh,
3: kind of leaning towards the Packers as well.
1: Really? I just think
3: Garoppolo has one of them games where he turns it over a few times, and Aaron Rodgers is just has an Aaron Rodgers type game. He pounces on the is. Yeah. yeah,
1: me personally, I just I just look at the Niners' defense and I say, good, I, 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 I just say, you. I just look at that and go, good luck.
3: But I think the X factor, like, and you know, I, I'm not. Want to, don't want to come across as I'm like downing your team because we had a little sports debate, but
4: no, I, it's fine.
3: I just think Garoppolo has one of them games where he turns it over and they just can't overcome it. Okay,
5: I I also think that you know while while um, you know Aaron Rodgers obviously has the playoff pedigree and he obviously has the edge when it comes to Garoppolo. Garoppolo also, you know, had the benefit of sitting back and watching Brady do it four times.
3: So that's a factor. Totally. And, you know, I'm a Garoppolo fan. I do believe that that the Niners made the right move. You Um, know, if, if Garoppolo
5: would have been from any other team, a backup anywhere else. And, you know, he had the potential that he had and whatnot, and the Niners made a move for him. I think I would worry a lot more about Garoppolo than, than I do, but the fact that he came from the Belichick system and he sat behind Brady and he got to witness firsthand how Brady handled himself, especially you know in adversity, the Atlanta Super Bowl especially, you know he he got to witness some of the better moments in Super Bowl history with Brady on the field. So I think that's gonna that's gonna bode well. But I also and I and I don't disagree with you. I think Garoppolo, you know, potentially could come down to the X Factor if the Niners defense isn't the Niners defense. But I also think Kyle Shanahan's gonna come up with enough schemes to protect Garoppolo should things look like they're heading that direction as well. Good. It's All not right, gonna well. be a traditional drop back, make Garoppolo beat us style defense that or you know, situation that Green Bay's gonna face. So it's if gonna Tom be Brady a Kyle Shanahan thing.
2: So does Garoppolo.
5: what was the last thing
3: don't worry worry about it greg don't worry about about what you just said but
5: and and i'll say this too because because i'm i'm very capable i mean if you look if you listen to our show at all you know that i'm terrible at making picks um it could easily go the way of the niners just getting embarrassed off their home field too like it's i just don't see it that way i just i
1: just
5: it could very much be a tennessee over baltimore style Outcome. That's the only just, thing. It, like,
3: like if I was a, a Niners fan, I'd be confident,
5: but I'd also be worried
3: because that of one thing, be, Aaron because of Aaron Rodgers, I'd be worried.
5: Yeah, but but Aaron, like I said though, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't have. I mean, he's amazing. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. But you take away Adam Jones' running game, you take away Devontae Adams. But you're saying but
3: you're saying that, like, it's a given that that's going to no, be no, taken away. No. What I'm
5: away. saying is, I'm saying opinion, is if if you take those things away from him and he has to beat you with other weapons, I just don't – I can't think of who's going to be reliable enough like, for, it, him to, be right. for him. Is Jimmy Graham going to Graham gonna beat the beat? Niners right. defense?
1: Yeah, I, assume what he's, like, I completely agree but with like, him. It, Right. Like, it's a very, very veiled Richard point. Sherman goes on Devontae Adams, who's been a great this year.
3: But it's still Aaron Rodgers that I and would just be—I would just be concerned is, as, if, as it, a Niners fan. Who also, all.
1: as good as he is, only has one Super Bowl. It,
5: Trust me, yes. though, I'm—I'm I'm as worried about Aaron Rodgers as I would have been about—well, maybe not as well worried as I would have been about Russell Wilson. But it's up there. Like I'm worried about him because of the fact that he is Aaron Rodgers. But I look at—I look at his roster, and I know he's going to do Aaron Rodgers' thing. There's no right. doubt about it. Like he's not going to come out and but, lay an egg. By any means, but they're but just I not... look at their roster yeah. and I just I think who's gonna be the one that allows him to do Aaron Rodgers things, right? I... Because he just doesn't have that back. Like it was always Devonte Adams, and then he had Jordy Nelson, or he had you know he has Jimmy Graham, but yeah. you know the Niners cover the yeah. tight end as well as anybody. Like I'm just wondering who that third guy is that's gonna step up and allow right. Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron Rodgers, and I just. Yeah. And it, it may be like a David Tyree type bullshit too, you know, where it's or like he pulls something out of the desk. Or
1: Scantling
5: and... or something. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, great. Who, yeah, so who's your who's your pick for the AFC game?
5: I'm riding right Tennessee, man. I, wow. I just, All right. I, I, and it's not for any reason other than the fact that they're the Cinderella story. It's D- Derrick Henry. I mean, the Niners were linked to Derrick Henry for next offseason, like through week nine. And then he fucking showed up. (laughs) And then he decided, so I started watching a lot more Tennessee games for some awful reason. Right. And then now he's doing Derrick Henry things. He's going to get paid the most money ever by anybody. It seems like at this rate, him and fucking Ryan Tannehill, if that's not the best story in the league, I don't know what is. I know really, but I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just riding. I'm riding this wave. I want to see what Tennessee can do. Um, I think Mike Vrabel has a really good chance to do good things. You know, Um,
1: Mike Vrabel has been awesome. Well, I mean, what he's done in this playoffs. Yeah.
5: It's going to be, I think, you know, the, the, it's going to be a good game to watch. I mean, no matter what team, no matter what team comes out of the AFC, they're going to pose a problem for both San Francisco and green Bay. Yeah. Um, But I also think that Tennessee did a great thing for, <clears throat> for San Francisco more so more so than than Green Bay and the fact that you know the Niners obviously are much better defensively. Like if it does come down to being a Kansas City um if it comes down to being a Kansas City San Francisco Super Bowl mm-hmm. I strongly believe that Tennessee put the, the framework out there for the a defense to, to slow down, not stop by any means, but slow down Patrick Mahomes in that style offense. Because Tennessee implemented a, uh, implemented a game that completely just blew apart that super team in in Baltimore and you know now that the now that it's been done and it's it's been proven to be you know to be effective the way that they play defense I mean Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are pretty damn similar when it comes to them both being cheat codes you know there's there's no way to I mean he Mahomes is more of a cheat code than than Lamar Jackson was. I mean, if, if I'm yeah, playing Madden, I, I want him yeah, on rookie mode, you know. But, I just I,
1: – oh, man, I, mean, I don't know. You, you I know, mean, Madden, I just look at Mahomes, man. I'm just like yeah, – You know, in Madden
3: 20, yeah. when you play with Mahomes and he completes five straight passes, his arm turns into a rocket launcher. Yeah, it's,
5: <laughs> it's like playing – like Patrick Mahomes on Madden 20 is like playing Madden 02 with Michael Vick. Yeah, he yeah. Just but and with a better, stops him.
3: better, more accurate arm. He,
1: I, I just look at my homes, man. Unless I, I, dead dogs. We'll just give our. But yeah,
5: I just. You know, and. and I- <laughs> what, the, what the fuck, man? What
4: the fuck, man?
5: I don't know. I think I think the one thing that we have going though is we we literally got the two best matchups I think we could have asked for for super for championship weekend this weekend. Yeah, I Obviously agree. You, guys, I, I, if I you wanted, guys wanted Philly in there, like I, I thought well, Philly no, good. no, th- Philly didn't deserve it. They were I, beat up. Yeah, but man. you know what though, the way the way Philly's that, that they ended, got got the way game they ended got. before it started with Clowney targeting when yeah. the way that he did. Yeah. You know that pretty much. That pretty much, you know, That's ruined a, what could have been a great game. I thought you guys had more chance than anybody to beat to beat Seattle. I, I, I agree. I, with you. Answer me this
3: question real quick. Last week, if the Eagles moved on and we come to San Francisco, well, it wouldn't have been. It would have been. Green we Bay. would have went to Green Bay. All right. So say with the Eagles are there this week, we got the Sean Jackson back. The way they're playing, would you be worried? Would you be more worried than you sound like you're worried with the Packers?
5: It depends on who who shows up for your wide receivers. Because Deshaun Jackson, Jackson would have been back. Sean, he would have I mean, been if back. You get yeah. Sean, if you get Jackson back, you get Graham, you have your running backs going. I mean, Wentz is, was playing better football than, than damn near any quarterback in, in the entire league at the time that he went down. Um, I think that you guys have a better a better style that matches up better against
4: wow, San
5: Francisco's wow. defense than Green Bay does. Just because of the that. fact that you're more well rounded, Green Bay is is kind of one dimensional. You take away their, and that's because, like as I mentioned, it's you know they have two guys to throw the ball to, and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I would have, I would have, I honestly would have been a little bit more worried. But then, with would you guys have been? Yeah, because Minnesota's the six so no matter Minnesota winning, automatically sent them to San Francisco, regardless. Right. We yeah. would. We would have been, been in Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was rooting for you guys in that game because I had yeah. no hope and has had seattle you, you don't want seattle advancing yeah fuck seattle yeah seattle. fuck playing seattle a third time yeah <laughs> hell yeah. no but um but yeah i don't know i think i would have been a little i mean i'm suddenly confident in my guys like the niners are playing football that hasn't been seen in forever. I, I, I love it i i think
1: the the, the style they're playing right now with kyle shanahan with that defense i love what the niners did to my opinion uh throughout the entire season the niners have been the best team in football my opinion, yeah. I well-rounded. Yeah. I, I think there, I want. I, I'm calling it right what? now. San Fran, KC, Super Bowl. I think they'll be awesome. I think there'll be a lot of fun. Offensive versus defense. It'll be a great Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: I'll say this: and it's fun other, to see the
5: Forty Niners back in the postseason. the post media season. didn't cover at all. That's a good point. I guy. think is mm-hmm. was really cool. Was the so the Niners? They have um, Akilah Weatherspoon. He's our starting. Well, he was our starting cornerback. Um, Uh, opposite of Richard Sherman and he got burned by that touchdown by Stefan Diggs. He just, he just played terrible. I mean, he had up and down moments. He was one of the better cornerbacks on our roster until he got hurt. And then he ended up coming back and he went back to last year, which was uh, atrocious. Well, they benched him after that. And and this kind of, like I said, goes to why I think this team is going to be so much better than even they are on paper. And this is going to be a good intangible for the game is there's not a selfish player on this team. So he gets benched by uh, Mosley comes in and takes his place. Well, Mosley's one of our premier gunners on defense on special teams. The second Kyle Shanahan who made the change, by the way, it wasn't even Robert Sala Shanahan went over to Mo to Witherspoon and pulled them. And he immediately Witherspoon immediately went over to our special teams um, coordinator. He looked at him and said, look, I just got benched. Mosley's taking my spot. I want him to be at full – I want him to be at 100% for the cornerback reps. Give me all of his special team reps. Hmm. He didn't go out and sulk. He didn't, you know, go sit down on the bench and put he his head did. down. He immediately looked at it went, okay, you know what, I can help the team by taking – or by making sure that my replacement is 100% focused on what he just replaced me to do. And he hmm. went and played special teams, which he hasn't played since week nine of last season. And he ended up being the best gunner that we've had probably in three or four weeks on defense in that game. And he was the one that went down and caused that fumble. Him and Raheem Mostert are back at running back yeah, right, on right. the punt that set us up for that last touchdown. Somebody's, so this somebody, team is swallow, This team is, yeah, yeah. It's the little things that this team does that yeah. we haven't seen, especially in, it's, San Francisco in a long time. i
1: tell you, it's those things that make you look, when you look back on the season, it's just little things You go. This is why we won the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. that's all exactly. I mean, you know, and
5: I hope, and I hope in four in you know, in three and a half weeks, that's what I get to say. I hope you yeah. get to say, and that's why we won a Super Bowl. It's last time. Since at, the I, time at the same time, at the time, yeah. And, oh, and, and on top of that, I'm also, you know, I found right before the game against Minnesota, um, was it the Minnesota game? No, it was the, oh, it was the, 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 the final game of the season Seattle. against Seattle about three hours before kickoff i happened to be moseying through the mall and i found a 94 ricky waters niners oh, throwback in the same style baby. jersey in the same style jersey that the niners were wearing for the throwback against seattle yeah. put that bitch on the niners get that goal line stand didn't wash <laughs> it didn't put it put it back in the closet wore it last week and they kicked their ass again so you know what you're wearing so this week
1: yeah back in
5: the closet it hasn't been washed. It's gonna be out there, so superstitions, Dude, that was, which I'm not usually doing, are running yeah, wild in my house. That was me. I,
1: I had a, I had a black a black Wentz jersey, the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. I bought it, wore it, and they went on that and they went on that tear, and I never took it off. And they won the Super Bowl. That's so funny because stick every, with it.
3: That's funny because every time I wear Eagles gear during a the game, they
1: fucking lose. That's because you're a loser. <laughs> what the fuck. Well, Greg, thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. We really appreciate it, brother.
5: Yeah, sorry for taking forty five minutes of your time, but it's it all fun.
1: good, man. Oh, now it's good. good. Oh, we we we, we, uh, we you know we took care of that game. We took care of some baseball. We took care of the other AFC game. So now it was all good, brother.
2: It's all right, Craig. We'll send you a bill in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. No, it's all good, so, brother. We we love having you all man. Again, we went through like five guys, years with you. What the fuck? You guys were uh, you guys were our, our first listeners, man. When we first came on the air, you know it's it's pretty crazy to think back. Yeah, five, I remember. Five years, I
5: remember that getting a weird ass king from what app was that that was uh, that was uh, uh mixler mixler yeah yeah it was mixler yeah, yeah. we were using mixler too and it was like this guy followed you and i'm like who the hell are these guys <laughs> that's on? that's pretty to, cool i that's listened cool. to it while we were tailgating for a king's game that's awesome and man. you were like you were like you guys are fucking tailgating for a king's game i said yeah we gotta do something when we have to go watch kings games.
2: <laughs> hey greg what's your um, go-to beer what's that what's your go-to beer
5: i'm an ipa guy a double ipa hazy guy you'd um, fit
3: right in dude you yeah. should you should make the trip to the east coast and come do
5: no, a we'll show with us work. giddy up i'm down to do that that'd be awesome yeah we uh i'm lucky we sacramento has more craft breweries in our city than any other city in the entire country really oh shit just just around my house there's 12 of them within holy a 5 holy shit minute, shit like a, five dollar uber ride of each of them damn
2: oh that's
1: awesome yeah we're drinking uh yeah, i'm drinking I an can,
5: ipa right now actually beer is good yep, so dude, that's awesome i'm always i'm always into it fuck so. that we're coming yeah. out of your way
3: yeah. all right well greg good it. good luck greg yeah um, good luck dude Absolutely. good luck um we're pulling for you um actually i know I'd, i am yeah I, am. yeah I, I think in philly most people are hoping andy reed gets his ring yeah um but it'd be nice to see the Forty ers on top again. That would be pretty. Cool. I'd rather see
5: the Niners oh, and the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this though: if if uh, if the Niners aren't in it and Casey makes it, I'm hoping he gets his ring too. It's yes. just one of those things where, man, who knows? Like that's one of those things where it's he's got to get a really ring. Going to be the curse of him not making that damn thing, uh, right? Like you know he's I mean? got to like, get a ring
3: it, to cement like, like how good of a coach like he's.
5: Here, here in Philly, we got ours. Let Andy get his. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, right, right and Greg. I want another one. It's been too damn long. All right, guys, it's Better. been
1: fun. Good luck. All right, man. brother, we will talk to you, man.
5: All right, guys, we'll talk soon. All right, have Greg, a shot, I'll see, see you,
2: brother.
1: Greg Bowl of Sports Nine One Six on for us for forty five minutes, but you know it was good, man. We, you know we talked a lot of lot of different sports and <laughs> stuff. So, well, um, you know we don't have much time here, but I want to uh, acknowledge. We have to acknowledge. Harold Carmichael. Uh, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Harold Carmichael is a Hall of Famer. He's going to be inducted. If you listen to the beginning of the show, we opened the show with the phone call that he got from the president of the uh, the Hall of Fame. Pretty wild, man. Uh, Goddamn. So, we asked the question. We were at Naked Bruin. We were at at Naked Bruin, and uh, Gary... Had asked the question to win a prize. Do you remember what the question was?
2: I don't brother. Who,
1: uh, who had the most consecutive games with a reception?
2: Uh, Harold Carmichael. Yeah.
1: I'll never forget that. Check this out. And a week later, so, the
2: old man was sitting there.
1: How many, how many games in a row do you remember? Was it 18? That's oh, more oh, than the that. The reception?
2: Yeah. It's no. more than that, bro. I'll, I'll say 27. 127.
1: It's
3: 127
2: 127
1: straight games with the catch. He played
3: 127 straight games. I mean,
1: well yeah, he never he never missed a game. Holy fucking shit. Harold Carmichael never missed a game. and he played 127 games with the catch, uh, from 1972 to 1980.
3: That's like Heinz, Ward Marvin Harrison shit.
1: He in, from, in a 10-year period, 1973 to 1983. He led all NFL wide receivers in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. Uh, He's a seventh-round draft pick from Southern University. What a pick. He is the Eagles' all-time leader in career (laughs) receptions, yards, and touchdowns. So, 589 receptions, 5,879 yards, and 79 touchdowns. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, he was the tallest receiver to ever play in the NFL. Mm -hmm. The tallest receiver. Uh, by the way, PubCast poll. Uh, I don't want to forget this. What will the matchup in the Super Bowl be? This is asked on Twitter, at Corner Sports. Uh, would it be the Titans, Niners? Would it be Green Bay Titans? Would it be the Niners and Chiefs and Green Bay Chiefs? Who do you think won the poll? What would your matchup be? Green Bay Pack- Chiefs. Packers Chiefs. Well, Packers Chiefs, Niners Chiefs actually fucking tie 39% each. Only 8% thinks it's going to be a Packers-Titans, which we didn't pick. And then Titans-Niners, which is what Greg picks, at 14%. So I just wanted to bring that up. But congratulations to our Harold Carmichael man. Pretty? Are you crying? Nah, bro. Nah. You were dabbing
2: your fucking eyes over there. I'm sorry. What the fuck's wrong with you? Memories, bro. Memories. <sighs> Memories and he's drunk. You
4: fucking
0: goddamn fucker.
2: <laughs> hey, you're embarrassing yourself, you geriatric fuck! <laughs>
1: <coughs> Ooh, what the fuck?
0: Nah, it's pretty God awesome, damn,
1: man. Goddamn, dude. Car- Carmichael threw a couple touchdown passes, too.
0: Yep, yep. One to Mike Quick. <sighs> that touchdown was brought to the more of, yeah, of the game. You
1: don't
3: like Mike Quick? Good player. You don't like him as an announcer,
1: a color guy?
2: Terrible. Fuck that guy.
1: No, nah, terrible, terrible, uh, terrible announcement. Like, I don't think he's, like,
2: amazing, well, but some, I think he's all right. That's, so, some, so, so hard. that's
1: some bullshit to have. Right Harold
2: Carmichael gets the call that he's going to be inducted, right? Right. And you came in your pants. He, he can't. He, right. I did. He uh,
4: got it all hard. over my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he starts to come, and then he, he pulls out.
2: About, I don't think I'm good enough. Now, there's a guy sitting in the background. There's this guy sitting in the background. He thinks he's going to get the call.
1: And he does oh, it. Drew Pearson! I gotta find the audio. I gotta—you f- uh, know what? It Doesn't do with justice. No. Look up on Twitter. Just look up uh, Trendon. Look up Drew Pearson. There's a video of his whole entire family sitting around him, right? And he's sitting at a, at a, <laughs> at a table. His entire fucking jerk all family has pictures of him. On their shirts, Drew Fuck P he
3: talking about me. Drew P talking about me. It's all
1: him, like catching a ball, right? He wanted the, like his
3: numbers aren't.
1: Yes, they are. No, they're they are all, not Hall of Fame he, worthy. He, all right. Well, he's the only. He's now now that Carmichael's in. He's the only All Decade '70s team
2: that's member not, get in.
1: not getting in the Hall of Fame, right? So hold on. So he's watching it, right? This is the best part. They announce them all. Yo, <laughs> they announce them all. He's sitting there. He's got papers in his fucking hand, Fuck. right? And he's like, and we want to congratulate you hear on the TV in the background. You're Harold sitting, Carmichael. And you see all the family members just sitting with their, their hands on his shoulder. And, and some people are just like staring straight ahead like they don't want to fucking look at him. Like we're embarrassed by you, Grandpa. And he's sitting there and he's like, Stream me. This stream me alone. This is, this is some bullshit. Gets up, walks off. No. No, man.
2: He's got tears. God damn it.
0: Fuck you, Drew just, Pearson. And just, yeah, and just fuck what?
2: you in your tears, you tippy turtle looking Star wearing cocksucker. fuck sucker. Yeah. You
3: Star yeah. wearing fuck.
2: I hope your whole family fucking burns in hell, you yeah. fucking jet bag. Get the fuck out of here with that. Drew. 3-year-old says what? Dallas sucks.
3: Right. Yeah. Drew Pearson, you fucking <laughs> yeah. fuck
2: What's you. he Pearson? Your asshole. He's piercing an asshole. <laughs> that's what he's
4: piercing.
2: <laughs> Alright, well, well what kind on, of dog you got? Pretty awesome. <laughs> a <laughs> a little, little Chihuahua. We got some
1: shit to close <laughs> out. The, we got some shit to close out the show with.
2: You want to do, do we do, a, we do it at the corner pubs
1: fucking. That's what I'm saying. You want to do the jukebox? You want to yeah, do SSCS first? What you want to do? The do right, let's do some jukebox. <laughs> Alright, let's do jukebox SSCS to close the shit out. Alright. What year is it? 1972. By the way. By the way, if you've been listening, in like another two three weeks, we're going to introduce a question. If you get the question right about this decade on Corner Pub Jukebox, you're going to win a prize. The poll will go out you're gonna we win. start
3: 1980.
1: You're going to we'll, win. We'll send you a T-shirt. Harold Carmichael Hall of Fame T-shirt is going to come your way if you get the question. But you, you had to have been listening to our show, the last few weeks while we do this segment, corner Paul Jukebox to get the question. Otherwise, you're not going to know. So,
3: okay, so let's here, do it.
1: So here we go. We're going to recap
3: 1972 this week. You're give, my birth. Yeah, we're going to give you um, the top ten songs, and then we're going to couple honorable mentions. We're not going to go on as long as Mike did Tequila. later, though. I promise. So, um, where do you want me to start? You want me to go to ten to one or one to ten?
2: Start number ten. Okay.
3: Number 10. Daddy don't walk, don't you walk so fast by Wayne Newton. Jesus. This that this uh, list is kind of like weird. whoa. Number 9. 70s. Number 9. Brand new key by Melanie. Mama's got a brand new key. Yeah, it's funny. I was I going know, I, I was going that. over the list with yeah, my You know that song. I was going over song. the list with my parents last night cuz we were just, you know, we like to have conversation about music. And my mom, my mom's funny that she didn't know. Because my mom knows music. And my mom was like, never heard it. Oh so no. my dad starts singing it. And she's like, you can't fucking sing. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I think if we heard it, yeah, we would
2: know. I has uh, got a brand new roller skates. I got a brand new
3: feet. And that's what my dad was singing. It's yeah, like, you heard that shit So number, number eight, um. Baby, Don't Get Hooked on Me by Mac Davis. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. me oh
1: fuck. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No. yeah so no. No, no, num- number
3: seven, we all know this one. Bill Withers, Lean on Me. Of course. Lean uh, on me. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah. You smoke crack, don't you? Don't <laughs> I say you're going to do anything. Don't fuck around. with it. go on and do it, so go on and jump. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Yeah. Um, Number six, I Got You by Joe Tex. Again, I, probably I one if we heard it, if we, we heard would it, know. Yeah. I don't All know it. that one.
2: Right.
3: Number five, The Candyman by Savy da- Sammy
2: Davis. Oh, yeah, Jr. I, I remember, the remember Barry Hill. Yeah.
3: Number four, Without You by Nielsen.
2: Yes, that's a good one. How, how's it go?
3: He knows it, but he don't know how it goes. I do know that one. He probably I got a little
1: something. Want me to play it? goes a little something like this. <laughs> Next, bro.
3: Next. <laughs> Number three. I hate this fucking song. I, I, I yeah, seventy two sucks. I might get reamed. American Pie by Don. McCoy. I hate that
1: song too. I fucking hate that. I hate song. that song. Hate the story. Yeah. I'm glad they all fucking died. I fucking hate it. Fuck Buddy Holly Fuck them all. Let's, right Let's move on <laughs> Exactly day the, music, the day the music died Richard. That fucking With that fucking Those glasses And they, and you know what that did Fucking Gary Busey You and know fuck what, And you know what that did Whoa 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 You know what that did Wait a minute That only That only fucking uh, Provided some inspiration For bands like Weezer To look like a bunch of Fucking dorks Come oh, on, man Richard. Big fucking teeth. <laughs> goddamn horse teeth, goddamn carrot eating motherfucker. Fucking Kentucky Derby. Yeah, honestly, Buddy Holly, name me one song. Peggy Sue. Exactly. Peggy Sue. That's the only fucking song he, that jerk off sang. That fucking little jerk off.
2: So that means he deserves to die in a plane crash? Yeah, well, oh, apparently yeah, yeah, Nick yeah.
1: Foles does, according to Ryan.
2: i about Nick Foles. Well. Uh-huh.
1: Got a big dick, though. Nick, Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl, and Ryan wants him to die in a fucking plane crash. Well, you know, who's, uh, who's the bigger jerk off now? nail? Yeah, at the game. He said just he's tired of hearing about him, I'm so he wants him to tired die. tired of hearing about him. So he's tired of hearing about him because it's Nick Foles' fault. Cause the media all right, so we are. Right,
3: come on. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are we going to turn this into me, like a bash yeah, Ryan session? You, looking at you. Me, looking, you, at, looking me. at you. <laughs> Um, number two, uh, <laughs> You "Fucks Alone, Alone Again" by
1: Gilbert O'Sullivan. Sounds like every Friday night with me when you guys leave.
3: Yeah, listening. to Selby, my fucking Selby's greatest hits. My uh, hand, my dick, of my, hand. <throat> my dick in my hand.
1: Fucking <laughs> Selby's greatest hit. All right, that was number two. That was number oh, two. I don't know about that one either. Uh,
3: number one, this is a beautiful song. Honestly, the first time I saw, I first time ever I saw her face by Roberta Flack. Oh, that is a good song. That's a beautiful song. All right, um, yeah. Boy, just. A few, a few honorable mentions. Actually, um, Michael Jackson had his first solo top twenty hit in 1972 with
1: really? Ben. A uh, Ben? Yeah, yeah, the one,
3: the one about the mouse. Yeah. Um, ben and me. The lion sleeps tonight was number twenty one.
0: In the jungle, the mighty oh, oh, jungle, oh, oh, oh. the lion sleeps.
1: Why tonight. The honorable mentions? I know the honorable mentions. I don't know the right. fucking right, right. top ten. Number seventeen. Wepa. I don't. Forget to what? Forget to what? Forget to what? <laughs> In the smelly, the smelly asshole, my tongue inside you tight. In
2: your
1: ass, tossin'
4: yo, yo,
2: salads bro. tonight. Leave it to him to fuck up some classic shit. That's awesome. That's In awesome. your asshole, you tight little asshole. The tongue goes inside
1: tonight. You Forget to what, forget to what, forget to what, forget, <laughs> forget to what. How, many forget they, 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 how they, long they,
3: have you known that they're, like, this isn't off the top of your head? No, leave it go. I just came up with it. No, you didn't. Right. No, are you serious? No, he's God. been planning that for years. Yeah, you yeah. uh, Number 17, Heart of Gold by Neil Young.
2: Keep me searching for a heart of gold.
3: That's on that Harvest album, one of the greatest albums ever written. Um. A horse it's with It's a no
2: unicorn. Name. America. A,
3: a horse with no name, American. It's a unicorn. A what with a name? A horse it's a, with a unicorn, no name. Oh, man. That's good stuff
1: right it's there. Unicorn with no name. Um, the <laughs> la- <laughs> that was awesome playing it, too, by the way. I just said as as a horse. Unicorn. Keep me searching for. It's a horse with a unicorn on its head. Thanks, Steve. Oh, Sean. That was the, Steve.
3: The last one I'll mention, number 32 for 1972, Knights in White Satin by the Moody Blues.
1: No it's in white What a song. Sean, it play, was into, it was until Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie came out when he played it fucking 17 yeah, that times. Was fucking fuck him. Yeah. No, I ain't playing it. Just because of that. Now
2: it makes me sick. All right, so 73 as usual. All right, I got it next week. Yeah, um
1: No, it's in Well, I just sing the Moody Blues I'd always say, sound like he was stuffed up.
2: See, but
3: like I I no, always,
1: it's in come on, man. I always relate that song to um a
3: Bronx tale when they're beating the black dudes up on the bike. Really? fucking Coming in on na- me? Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah fucking coming in our neighborhood. They ain't bothering nobody. They bothering me. Yeah, they blind bothering me too.
1: I don't remember that.
3: Get the fuck out of the neighborhood, you black bastards! That's I don't remember that. Yeah, when they're, they're riding through on the bikes, it's right after fucking Colodro got with the black girl, and it's her her oh, brothers right. on the bike, and they beat the fuck out
1: of them. Honestly, you don't remember that? No, I I, I haven't seen that maybe in twenty years. All right, SSCS time, and then and then a new segment.
2: Yeah. He means swallowing cocksucker all of the week. week,
1: and this is why.
2: You cocksucker!
1: I'll punch you in the mouth. I'm gonna go Adele Beckham Jr. LSU wins the championship last week. We haven't even talked about that. Yes. But LSU wins the title last week. Clemson looks like it was gonna be a game. We're covered now. Clemson looks like they're gonna make it a game. They scored a first touchdown. It's a tight game early, and then by halftime, you're starting to see it slip. Yeah, LSU just.
3: nothing against Clemson. Joe, Joe Burrow. LSU's a fucking juggernaut. Joe yeah. Burrow's insane. Dude.
1: He L- went nuts.
2: So after the game. Let him finish his SS.
1: Well, no, I know, oh, but yeah, I wanted to, finish. you know, we went to cover a little college football. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations to LSU. Congratulations to
3: LSU. He's going to take the hat off.
4: Can I fuck a fish!
3: No, all I gotta do is push it, bro. You're Can I finish? Fall over. Can Go. I finish
2: my point? Can <laughs> I fucking finish? Remember last week? Every week!
0: Every fucking week! Yeah. yeah! Every week I try to push it. You just cut me off! Yeah! Fucking trucks! Yeah.
5: Alright, so
1: <laughs> Is that not the truth though? We drink, we fucking get hammered, and we try to, we can't have a conversation when you're drunk. I mean, and he's
2: slamming his shit down because he's sexually frustrated. Yeah. So, <laughs> semen backup will drive you crazy. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so be your dick once in a while. Odell, you know what <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. So if be get pussy, just be your dick. Odell
1: Beckham Jr. is my SSCS because there's got to be, probably
3: be a certain. Okay, I know, you want to fuck you, Sean, <laughs> But there's probably got to be a certain
1: setting before... Oh, yeah, the candles. Yeah,
3: like he... Right, he I, no, we
1: can't. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we can't. And it's only missionary.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck the candles. I, I don't care. If it makes my hand horny, I'm beating my fucking dick. At Man, least my ball bag right, is empty.
1: Right, ready? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Odell Beckham after what the fuck is he wearing on his head? It looks like a fucking beret. Looks like a fucking fat marine. Look at him. What's your name, fat buddy? A jelly donut. Look at him. It's gonna fucking... Get your ass up the hill, you fat fuck. Look at him. Look at this fucking guy over here.
2: I thought we were friends, man. Like, oh, you, man. You, you, drink, a, you drink my fucking beer, and now you break my balls. Oh, you, you look like a
1: glazed donut with a coat.
2: <laughs> as long as I listen to Selby's greatest hits.
0: <laughs> he said a glazed donut with a coat. <laughs> uh, uh, you're fuck? supposed to be my brother.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the fuck does that even
3: mean? What the fuck? <laughs> a
0: glazed donut with a
1: coat. I'll be outside. All right, hold on. You gotta do SSC. Shut up, Beckham. Real quick. All right, Beckham's handing out money to the college players. Way to go, money, money, money. Hundreds, hundreds and dollars. hundreds of dollars bills. That's uh, the root of all evil. Adele, you played in the NCAA. You can't, you can't do give that. fucking college players money, you stupid piece of shit. And, now, and then, after the game, uh, there's a cop, there's a security officer, and Odell slaps his ass. Whack! Dude turns around, who the fuck hit me? Adele. He was right, he fucked and then, somebody and then up. Odell gets in his face, goes, starts doing his shit. Yo, he, he, He's he, a fucking asshole, he, so fuck him.
3: Guaranteed right. he gotta be hammered.
1: Guaranteed. That, no he was on the sideline. No, the whole, it's not. I'm just he was saying. on the sideline. That's he no was excuse. hammered, dude. He he's was suppo- on sideline. He's supposed to be he's a fucking piece of shit. Hey, hey, and all these Eagles fans. Oh, we should go to Del-. Fuck no. him. I don't want him on this team. No. He's a fucking asshole.
5: Dude, he's been
2: he,
1: he sucks. He's always hurt. He don't suck. Oh, he makes one handed catches once in a while, and then he's a fucking superstar. Ah, fuck him. All right. Seeming swallowing move, cocksucker let's move let's move all on. the week. And this is why.
2: You, you cocksucker! cocksucker.
0: I'll punch you in the mouth.
3: All right, mine is um like, like we've discussed the Sixers' struggles and everything. Um, mine is to trade Ben Simmons, people. Oh God! You have absolutely, like anybody that feels that the Sixers should trade this guy. Number one, people say trade Ben Simmons. Okay, for what? For what? I I, I, right, I, I know I, I I know I'm looking at you. As I answered, I I asked that question, guy. Yeah, I hear you, but for what? You're not going to get anything viable for him. The Suns aren't trading Devin Booker for him. Trade and picks. and I no, I don't want draft picks for Ben Simmons.
4: Uh, no, fuck
3: de- that. For what? What, what are you going to get a guy that doesn't have the talent that matches up to I, Ben I Simmons? Don't know, bro, I don't I, know. That's what that I'm saying, no sure. guy. Like but the, the the people that say trade Ben Simmons number 1 they say trade Ben Simmons and number 2 they
1: don't For who? There was a for, dude for uh, the the one we had we had here before. It's always that um, Drew. It's for Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah. The, 33 year old thirty three. He's thirty
3: fucking three years old. Like, like, and it, even still at this point, I, even Drew Holiday at twenty six, I'm not trading him uh, Ben Simmons for Drew Holiday. Well, maybe you get Fultz back on our team. It, right? Like, right, <laughs> right. So, like, stop with the what he doesn't do. I know it's frustrating. I know it is. He needs to be more aggressive. I get it. Yes. But you trade this dude, even if you were able to trade him for Devin Booker, you're not You're weaker
2: you, defensively. Right. You're not getting better if you trade him.
3: There, so. There's maybe two other dudes in the NBA that you can name that can defend all five positions. Let me know the beard, Mom, it's know It's full fucking beard there. It's it's, Le, it's Lebron James and Kawhi Leonard. So. <laughs> Stop with the trade Ben Simmons thing. If you feel that Sixers should trade Ben Simmons, I got you. Have no, you don't know basketball. You don't know. It's it's very frustrating. It is. I get it. But bottom line, NBA players don't reach their full potential till they're twenty six, 27 years old. He's twenty. He's twenty three. Damn, old. he's that young. He's twenty fucking three.
4: Damn.
3: It's true. Damn. He's so. For the people that that, that that say trade Ben Simmons, you're, you're my seeming, swallowing, co- cocksucker.
2: <laughs> all right, Gary. Seeming, swallowing, cocksucker all, right, so all, all the week. week. And this is why. You my cocksucker. It's the MLB. You're going to punish Pete Rose for unlimited years that he's been punished for. Okay, yeah, he's fucked up. He's done some stupid shit. But what about the Astros? Are they going to have their pennant removed from them? No, they're not. But Pete Rose is still going to be punished. So fuck you, MLB. How about that?
1: Okay.
2: Now, our new segment
1: to flip flop the SSCS. It's mean? our Corner Pub Salute.
2: You didn't do one. Yeah, I already did, did mine. Beckham, uh, put your headphones uh, on so you can hear the news. I'm sorry, brother. I got a good one for this. Do you? Yeah, don't
1: Wait for you to put your headphones on.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's our corner pub salute. My corner pub salute goes to the NFL uh, Hall of Fame Committee. Not for indu- inducting Harold Carmichael, for not inducting Drew Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him, and sucks. Dallas sucks. <laughs> Fuck Dallas. That's my corner pub salute.
2: Fucking A. Fuck Dallas. (laughs) That
1: was great.
4: That was
2: fucking great. We salute you. My corner pub salute, it goes to... Hold on. Hold on. My corner pub salute goes to Carson Wentz. In the last five games, you have stepped up and you have proved everybody wrong that you're not. You're not the elite quarterback. You're not the team. You're not the guy that moves the Eagles on to the next step. But you are. Salute to you, brother. All right.
3: I love you, but I got to go here. So you reverse your opinion as far as Carson wants. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. You like you? You're acknowledging you one point. You, in were you were.
5: Do a you a kid? Kind <laughs> of starting to move on from them. Why? Yeah, bro. Oh, all right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I had to. I'm sorry. Everyone in this room is now dumb for having listened to it. He's elite. Yeah. Yes. He's the man. Yes. Right. All
1: right, Garrett. Yeah. All right, Ryan.
3: <laughs> so, That's so, fucking great. So this is funny. Um, it's gonna be a little <laughs> contradictory. Um, my corner pub salute is major league baseball. Um, I think they brought the hammer down hard on the Astros right now.
2: It's true,
3: and I don't think it's done. I think there's going to be more the more to come with this. I,
2: is that not fair? I agree. To Pete
3: Rose, uh, Gar. The Pete I'm Rose. Just, I'm just asking. All right, and you want different. my honesty? The Pete Rose thing. It's two different things. But the Pete Rose thing's dead. You got to move on. It's yeah. not dead. It yeah, is. It's it is. not happening. He's, like he's you got to move on, Gar. It's right. done. Like it's not happening. I, I'm just. And, uh, that's fucked. Uh, up. I, I, Garrett, it's, it's fucked up, it, and I was on that side with you, bro. But three it, years ago, Not even to this day, like, like, but it, you gotta move on. It's done
2: because it's not gonna happen,
3: right? Right. It's like beating at
2: that horse. Yeah, all right.
3: But um, my corner pub salute. Um, I, I salute Major League Baseball. They brought the hammer down hard on on the uh, the Houston Astros. Number one, they they, they spend it at the, the manager and the general manager for a year. Which in turn, they wound up getting fired. But they also took three first-round draft picks away from them. That's huge in baseball. When you draft someone in the first round that's projected to be a, a, a quality player, you don't see them in the major. You don't see them in the major leagues for three, four years. Oh, you don't see them in the major leagues for three, four years. Right. So this is like a high-quality player you're not going to see come up with the Astros for like 9, 10, 11 years. That's huge. Yeah. So my salute to you, Major League Baseball. All
1: right, I liked it. Yeah. I like it. Well, I hope we provide you guys with a nice show tonight. We covered a lot of shit. We got to give it five more minutes. Well, we got to real quick. We
3: got to yeah. talk about the Flyers real quick. We've Five minutes right now. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about the Flyers. Yeah. Wait, though, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Carter Hart. Stay out for two to three weeks. Lower body injury. Hopefully, it's not a right. Yeah, uh, All right, right,
1: right. The right.
2: last five games, just seen a little bit of a struggle. Dude, oh. that a game against the
1: Blues the other night, oh. fantastic. And, and you know, there's another Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Well
3: I'll deserved. I'll
2: say this: there's been a guy that has been be fucking Twitter, trashing the goaltender, and Jason Martinez is like. What are you
3: talking about? Goaltending has been solid. It's only over the – like, there was a seven-game stretch or so where it, was, it really hurt right. them. They were giving up four goals early. Right, right. Like, it really hurt them. But overall, goaltending's been solid for yeah. this team this year. The
2: goaltending oh, – the goaltending with the Flyers' struggles, it's not the goaltending.
3: No, like, I'm less concerned about the future of the goaltending of this team than I have been in a long time.
1: Right,
3: right, right. Hart's going to be the real deal.
1: It's going to be Hart and line.
3: Right, board. right. Uh, Carter Hart's the real deal. Yes. it's just understand. a matter of them putting it all together. He's Carter young.
2: Hart is set, right. dude. Yeah, he's that, young. That, that all that right, line,
1: so Lions is not a slouch. So, so Ryan, that's that. The last four games. Yeah, right,
2: right. So,
3: excluding last night's game against the Hur- uh, Heart, the Canadians, which I think, if you look at it, we all felt that's kind of a trap game. You kind of expected them to lose last night, but before that, the four games before that, they went three zero and one. Against the four best teams in the NHL. So that and also.
2: And it was goaltending that kept them in the
3: game. Right. And that and also the Flyers head-to-head have the best conference record in the NHL.
1: Pretty awesome. Things
3: are trending very well for this team. Which is
1: crazy because, you know, here you are. Carter Hart's hurt. You've had major injuries. Connecting was out for a little while. I mean, Nolan Patrick. Like, yeah, you know, Nolan Patrick. He might not ever has, play hockey you, you again. You haven't
2: seen him. The Oscar. One, the one that has cancer. Yeah, Oscar uh, Limbaugh
1: is out with
3: cancer. Jake and here, and, says, I always thought he was overrated, but he's yeah. a shell of whatever he well, once was. He did was. win the game the other night. Yeah, right, right. Oh, I got
2: something for the pub. It says, I stay with Oscar. Oh, really? that's oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. And it's a pink. It's a all right, cool,
1: cool, man. Cool. Yeah, the, the Flyers have been Flyers have been playing pretty good hockey lately. Yeah, last night's game sucked.
3: Did you hear what Veniel said?
1: Entered the game last night. He said this was total
3: bullshit. Things are going to change. This will not stand.
2: Yeah, but you're not going to see a difference with him. Not this tonight. What do you, gonna, what do you it, mean? It's going to – well, I'm saying
1: – You it. already saw a difference with him. Yes. Guys aren't producing. He sits your ass. Right. And like, he's very
3: quick to send you back down to the minors, like the young guys. Yeah, Morgan Frost gives, is... Right, he gives you 15 games, you don't do it, he sends you back down. Let's give the, somebody else a shot. It's not Hackstall. But a the, the goal. <laughs> no. Hackstall is fucking letting you sit around for 30.
2: The goaltender goal is not the problem on this team.
3: No, no. It, it, I mean, there's been games where even Hart and Elliott have been shaky. Um, But, again, like I'll say it again. I uh, sound like a broker. Go. I am... Goaltending is my least worry with this team, yes. and, it, and it's been my most worry with this team for a lot of years in the past.
2: So the last three years, what do you think the problem is on the, on the Flyers' team? Defense, defense, the defense, has been defense a
3: problem. Um, and, and a go-to guy to get you a goal. Sniper.
2: You need, you don't have a sniper. They don't have a
3: sniper. Connect they me, have
1: for. Connect Me's turned into a pretty damn good player. But he's like your he's shifty not little that he's not a sniper. Though. You need you a dude. You don't have a guy have to take the take the puck at the circle and just and chow. just boom. Simmons, like, Simmons was that guy. For a while he I was,
2: but, but I understand that point, guys, but what? I mean you gotta, That's that's your guy. Yeah. You are be your sniper. The defense has gotta be built up before.
1: They're trying though. Perverol, Ghost, yeah, right. Myers, you know, you're right. Myers, you know, Phil Myers. They're I trying. Try
3: Sainheim, like that.
2: Difference
3: the like, game. the defense is is better than it's been. Like, you see it being addressed. Yes. Like, this isn't a, an overnight fix. But bottom line, this is something this team's lacked for 10 years. Right. Since Drew's been here, they don't have a go-to scorer.
2: No. Th- that's what I'm saying, bro. Besides the go-to scorer, the defense has got to be addressed first. Yeah, but... but that,
3: that's what we just covered. But, like, We're we good. all feel like it, it's been addressed. It's just a matter of it developing.
2: Right? Do you see the defense being addressed? Do you see a difference whether it's now, this year, or at, as the season progresses? I mean, going I through – I, field, I, you know, I, I, see, I think you'll see it as the season progresses.
3: Maybe not this season, but going forward, like, they've drafted – I mean, on paper, they've drafted well. Like, the yeah. – like on paper, the defense going forward, as it develops, should be better over the next few years. It should be a lot better over the next few years. I mean, I love the fire. So is that develops with Carter Hart, and you, you gotta go spend money on a uh, on a bona fide free agent yet? Yeah, because drafting, you've tried drafting it, and it's it's just not there. Yeah, I you know. just,
2: no. I, I well, I. well, that's not true. Personally, they, I, feel, they, I feel with, with hockey, you built from
1: down. Proven. Ghost?
2: So no, I
3: mean I mean uh, the sniper, the goal scorer.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So okay. Well, when Patrick, I,
1: you were hoping it was
2: going to your guy.
3: Right, and it's... Uh, so when, that dude fuck? might not ever play hockey again, man. So
2: when I say down, up...
1: I mean, what a great album by 9-inch by the way. That's my favorite. What's he's my favorite album by then? I think the Fragiles is mine. Really? Yeah. What are you talking about? Fuck All right, well, we just did, so go about fuck about. yourself. <laughs> All right. Go home and get uh, your Shut the fuck up, then. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. What was your last point? I'm sorry. No. How do they? how do you build a <laughs> team?
2: On, on the way to work, I hope you're fucking blurry and fucking dizzy, you motherfucker. How about that? No,
3: how, how do you build a hockey team, girl? Goddamn.
0: Don't worry. I'll smack you in the well, mouth you know, I, on I, nail Come down. on. No.
3: Come on. I'm trying to get this insight. I'm going to hear your insight. Come on. I'm trying to get this insight. How do you you're build a, a hockey team?
4: Fuck! <laughs>